Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. From Went to Pimp Part 1 by Jack the Crack Attack Prologue Babe, please, can't we please talk about this? Sorry, but I just can't see myself being with you anymore. Kale continued to beg his fiancée not to leave. It was all futile as Jane walked away with her boss, George. All of his hopes and dreams were shattered as Jane took those steps outside the door. No matter how much he begged, Jane ignored his pleas. As he looked to the house next door, he could see his neighbor Tara watching what was happening. She had concern on her face. He would need to find a way to assure Tara everything was okay. However, that was the least of his worries. In the end, Jane picked up the last of her bags and Kale stood there at the door, still in disbelief. There was nothing left for him to do but watch her ride away in George's car and face that heartache head-on. Even after they were long gone Kale stood there at the front door of his house. There was nothing on his mind except possible scenarios on how he could have prevented this. What could he do to get her back? Kale? Tara had walked over and was now standing a few feet away from Kale. She was a very sweet girl that moved in next door not too long after he got this place for him and Jane. He really hit it off with her, but Jane became very jealous and forbade him from talking to her too much. I'm I'm fine. She'll be back. You'll see. Kale, please, you can talk to me. No, please, I need to be alone right now. Tara continued her attempts to persuade Kale to let her come in and talk, but he kept refusing. Sensing she would get nowhere at this rate, she let him know that she was here if he needed anything. He thanked her and quickly went back into the house. Kale enjoyed Tara's company, but it was because of that why there was a strain on his relationship with Jane. It was around the time when Jane's jealousy became more apparent that she stopped giving Kale sex. He had been kept sexually frustrated for a long time. Jane kept accusing Kale of wanting sex just because he hung out with Tara. Soon enough, their relationship went downhill and now she was gone. She successfully deceived him into putting all the blame on himself. He would constantly blame everything on how busy he was working to get a record deal. He was an excellent guitarist, but just yesterday his band found someone better, as they put it. That was the last straw for Jane, or at least that was what he suspected. Talk about double betrayal. Now that both his love life and career were going downhill, life did not seem to be worth living. Yes, Kale really was a sad case. Now that he lost his band and fiancé, he truly had no one. His parents died when he and his sister were very young. His younger sister, Jessica, died in a car accident a couple of months before he met Jane. It was then that he realized it was her third year death anniversary. This whole thing with Jane made him forget to visit her grave today. Before she died, he got into a fight with her and never got the chance to apologize. Because of this, he would visit her at least once a year and Kale was not one to visit graves. For Jessica, however, she was the only exception. What made this situation even sadder was the fact that Kale, even now, still blamed himself. It was sad to see this. A man who was too naive to see just how much of a deceptive woman his fiancée was. He believed that while he worked himself to the bone, Jane was left frustrated by herself. However, this was far from the truth. His naive nature reinforced his inability to realize this. True, it was pathetic. It may seem pathetic that he did not see this sooner, but love really was blinding. He would never realize just how deceptive Jane was, if not for the next event that would change his life forever. Chapter 01 Kale walked into the living room to be greeted by the love of his life. She was the perfect rebound who was always there for him, Lisa, 
his black BC Rich Warlock, this guitar was a beautiful work of art. It was easy to see it was made with much time and care. She pulled Kale out of impossible situations, both in relationships and career troubles. He had performed many concerts with her. However, he was not too sure if she could pull him out of this impossible situation. Jane was special. She had captured his heart. He had never felt such attachment to one woman. It was hard for him. This heartache he felt was the strongest. It was even worse than his first relationship of five years. Kale held his guitar while admiring her beauty and sadness. Well, Lisa, at least I still got you. Plugging Lisa in, Kale turned up the volume and began to shred. He took out his anger and frustration on Lisa's strings and fretboard. He started off with some power chords and palm muting. Some alternate picking and harmonics were quickly added. Kale's fingers moved swiftly. He did not want to stop and think about where his life was going. He was so close to making a record deal. He contacted the contractor, but his bandmates had been jamming with someone else this whole time behind his back. His career was about to take off, but his bandmates fucked up everything. Jane leaving was beyond adding insult to his injury. Now, nothing mattered. Everything Kale worked for seemed to be pointless. Playing Lisa was making the depression a bit more bearable. However, as Kale started to feel a little bit better, the power went out. It was pitch black and Lisa could be heard no more. Air God fucking damn it! Kale stood there with Lisa strapped to him. Jane paid the power bill. How was this possible? Unless she didn't pay for it. No, she would not do this to him. Would she? She betrayed him and left him for another man. Maybe. In any case, Kale stood there in place, unsure of what to do now. Just when his depression was beginning to lessen this had to happen. He decided to feel around for his couch to put Lisa down. He did not want to risk bumping her into anything. As he set her down gently, he sat next to her. While sitting down, he thought about his next move. This record deal was not guaranteed, but it was highly likely. Despite this, he sighed. Oh, what's the use? I don't have a band to sign the contract with me and I don't have Jane by my side. A drink would sound nice right about now. Kale walked over to his kitchen in search of some booze. It was also where the matches were kept. He felt around inside the cabinet to find the matches. Remembering the candles were left of the fridge, Kale walked over to it. He lit the match and saw the candles. He lit one and the kitchen became more visible. He opened his fridge to be greeted with darkness, a reminder of the power outage. He could make out an aluminum can inside. He pulled it out without looking and opened it. PSSS. Click. As Kale took a sip, he realized. Shit, that's the soda. Kale opened the fridge for the second time. Every can he pulled out was a soda can. He then remembered something. Fuck. That's right. I finished the beer last week. Why don't I just drink some of the vodka in the freezer? Kale closed the bottom portion of his fridge and opened the top. It was nice to feel the cold air hit his face. As he felt around, he touched the cold glass bottle. Gotcha, he mentally exclaimed. He pulled it out and shook. The content inside was not frozen. It was the vodka. No need for a shot glass. Tonight was a night to get wasted. There was no other means of feeling better. Maybe he'll return to Lisa after he drank about twelve shots worth of vodka. Kale sung one of his favorite drinking songs as he twisted off the cap. To walk through the world by oneself, you can't be protected. Your trust is in whiskey and weed and black Sabbath. It's goddamn electric. He put the bottle to his mouth and drank as much as he could before pulling away. It was quite a large amount to drink for vodka. Woo. Fuck yeah. Kale yelled this in a cheerful mood but it was sadly fake. He was far from cheerful but he kept this facade of happiness as if someone else was with him in the kitchen. He found it pathetic. Perhaps, on a subconscious level, it was his way of reassuring himself he was okay. That life was not over even though Jane left. He continued to drink more. 
Eventually, he put the bottle down on the counter and picked up the candle. He stumbled to the living room where he left Lisa. He was unsure of how much he had, but it did not matter. All that mattered was he felt great now. He looked to Lisa as he said, Hey baby, you miss me? Kale grabbed his guitar and picked her up. There was not much to do but play guitar and drink. He was already drunk and not all of the alcohol was kicking in yet. The only option he had was stay home and play guitar, not unless he wanted to drive drunk. He was smarter than that. Kale spent some time jamming Pantera, Slayer, Megadeth, and many more of his favorite bands along with some original compositions he made. As he stared at the candle lighting the room, he got a drunken idea. I'm gonna fucking summon Satan himself. The ultimate cowboy from hell. No, he's the goddamn sheriff. Kale got off the couch and stumbled towards the kitchen. He lit four more candles and got the ketchup from the fridge. He hurried back to the living room too drunk to see how idiotic he was acting. He began to squirt ketchup on his floor to form a pentagram. He put the five candles at each point of the star. He picked Lisa back up and pretended he was at a concert. You wanna hear some fucking metal? Imaginary cheers. All right then. Kale started to play some of his original compositions and head banged as he did so. He soloed as fast as he could. He was so drunk he yelled. Fuck yeah. My hands are on fire. Suddenly, the whole living room started to shake. It was like a 9.5 earthquake was hitting the building. Kale stopped and looked around to see all this. Then, a black hole formed inside the circle where the star once was. Red light began to glow from the black hole. A figure emerged with two wings wrapped around it. The wings appeared to be that of a bat's. A tail stuck out from the bottom. The hole closed and the wings opened. It was a beautiful woman with devil wings and a pointed tail. Her horns were small, but not discreet. Her hair was black and her makeup was gothic. Her breasts were obviously D's. The sexy red corset with black laces she was wearing made her breast size more apparent. The sexy black leather pants around her legs hugged nicely. The black high heel boots below completed everything. This woman was far beyond hot. She was perfect. She greeted Kale. Hello, Kale. Kale's eyes widened. Was there really a hot devil chick in his living room that knew his name? As he put Lisa down and unplugged her, he could only say one thing. Wow, this is some good vodka. Kale, I'm very much real and I've come to make you a hey. Where are you going? Kale walked away from the sexy devil to check the vodka he drank. He was too inebriated to comprehend how unnatural this all was. When he checked to see the vodka, he saw it was just regular gray goose. Odd, he had this drink before on several occasions just on its own or mixed with something. Kale. He turned around to see the devil woman with a red glow. She smiled at him again and continued. I've come to make a deal with you. I can give you all the fame and fortune you desire. In exchange dash, all right, where's the hidden cameras? I know this is a prank. Kale's slurring voice made it obvious he was drunk. The devil just smiled and responded. I assure you, Kale, this is no prank. I'm very much real. Yeah, sure, as real as your tits. Hey, these are 100% re-we're getting off topic. Either way, I gotta say, you are smoking baby. Damn it, would you just fucking listen to me already? Can I touch them? Shut up. The sexy devil closed her eyes and took a deep breath to relax herself. It was a long night. This was the last client she had for the day, and she did not want to end today with a fuck-up as these humans called it. She opened her eyes after she exhaled and restarted. My name is Shiano. My people are another race from another world. The closest thing to match us is what you humans call devils or demons. Our world has been given many names Hell, Underworld, Netherworld, take your pick. You are one of few who possess impressive skills on your guitar. Play for our Dark Lord, promote him, and you shall be given money beyond your wildest dreams. Uh, so your name is Theano? Shano. Say you know. Say you know. 
Shiano continued to correct her client until she just gave up. This man was irritating her. He was drunk so she decided to go along with it. It would be an easy in and out job for her. The moron could barely pronounce her name. Mayano. There isn't even a fucking M.U. whatever. Look, would you like to make a deal? Eh, nah, I already got this record deal. That's almost a guarantee. Shiano's eyes widened. Perhaps this man was not as easy to convince as she thought he was. If fame and fortune was not what he wanted, then she could use another tactic. As he turned away from her to get some more vodka, she rubbed at her breasts as she asked seductively. Maybe there's something else you'd like? Kale turned to see Shiano rubbing her perfect breasts. The hunger in his eyes was obvious. She smiled knowing she had him. However, she still needed to lay down some rules if her client wanted something other than fame and fortune. It can be anything you desire. There are only three rules for wishes. No wishes dealing with the world you refer to as heaven and hell, no wishing for more wishes, and no making me your slave. I want you sexy devil girl. Sorry, but you can't have me. The whole slave thing was a fib of hers. She just did not want to sleep with clients. Her co-workers, other devils, have slept with clients to get the job done. But that was not her style plain and simple. The drunken idiot kept repeating himself. He said he wanted her big boobs, that he needed to be suffocated by them. Please, you can have all the women in the world, just not me. Uh, and no. I want you sexy lady. I swear to Lucifer if you don't pick Dash. I wish for you to be my loyal girlfriend. Kale drunkenly blurted. Shano knew this man would not stop. She was losing her patience and was very close to ending his life. The only thing stopping her from doing so was a bad report on her part. She was a professional and killing a client because irritated her was far from professional. Kale continued to repeat that he wanted her to be his loyal girlfriend, whatever that was. He promised to take care of her and make babies. He went on about showing his fiancée Jane that she missed out. It then hit Shiano. She thought in her head. I know. I'll just grant his wish. Girlfriend, ha. Just break up with him after. I don't even have to sleep with him. He he, Shiano, you are a genius. So, is this your true desire? Yes. Yes. I want you to be my loyal girlfriend. Okay, very well then. Shiano held out her open hand and flames appeared. Flames lit up in her hand and a scroll emerged. Just sign this and we're finished. You can have me, baby. Kale saw small words on the scroll, but was too drunk to read it or care. Shiano gently took his hand and poked his finger with a feather. A small red dot started to form. She used the spot of blood as ink. She smiled deviously as she said, Okay, sign away. Kale tried to steady his hand so he could sign the paper. By some miracle, he signed his name successfully without any trouble. The scroll lit up and disappeared. Shiano let out her evil laugh as this happened. It was time to take this loser's soul. She was ready to hold out her hand to absorb his essence. However, her hand did not move after she pointed it to him. What the why won't my hand move? Come on you. Shiano's hand did not obey. Suddenly, the idea of taking Kale's soul made her feel very uneasy. The thought of him leaving this world and never seeing him again made her feel very scared. So are you my girlfriend now? Shano began to tense up. She felt this sudden urge to shy away. Her timid expression looked very cute to Kale. As he walked to her she became more anxious. He was just two feet away and she held out her hand with her palm facing his direction. Now it's time for your end of the bargain. Although her hand was out there in the open, nothing happened. Her other hand quickly grabbed the one she held out. It was strange. It was not like her hand had a mind of its own. It all felt like it was under her own will. She felt a pain in her chest knowing she almost killed the man before her. Her boyfriend, the man she loved. Shano was now Kale's loyal girlfriend. She did not want him dead nor did she want to end the relationship. She just wanted to be with him. 
It was all due to the contract he signed. There was no way out of this. She then realized she overlooked the implication of the word loyal. Her final thought was oh shit, he found a loophole. Chapter 02 Damn you're so hot. Shiano giggled at Kale's drunken comment. She felt like an average woman being hit on by a hot actor or model. How was she going to get out of this? This truly was a fuck up and any notion of ending this made her uneasy. She was actually enjoying his drunken flirtatious words. What scared her the most was the fact that her feelings and actions were all of her own will. It was not as if someone was controlling her. It was all emotional inclination making her do this. I can't waste time here. I need to report back and then make more deals tomorrow. She thought. Kale began to caress Shiano gently and sniff her hair. It made her feel very tingly below the belt. She blushed and her legs got weak. Oh, fuck hell and fuck work. Come here and kiss me. Shiano grabbed Kale by the head and stuck her tongue in his mouth. He kissed back quickly and lifted her by her ass. She wrapped her legs around him and put his face to her cleavage. Her wings retracted and shrunk as to not get in the way. He kissed between her luscious breasts as she panted heat into his ear. Being further aroused by this, he looked around for something to place her on so he could unzip his pants. Oh, Kale, honey, I need your cock inside me. Kale quickly put Shiano on the dining table. As he let go of her to undo his pants she kissed his chest. His pants, underwear, and belt hit the floor and he readied his cock. He looked to Shiano and remembered she was still clothed. She snapped her fingers and her clothes dissipated into small flames. In a mere second Shiano's body was exposed to him. She put her feet in the air and said, Fuck the shit out of me, baby. Kale, too drunk to aim correctly, pressed his cock at Shiano's clitoris. He began to move back and forth thinking he was inside. She dug her nails into his shoulders, enjoying the clitoral stimulation. Her moans served to feed Kale's enthusiastic rubbing. After some rubbing, she finally begged. Oh, Kale, honey, please stop teasing me. Kale looked to discover he was not having sex. He aimed his cock again to Shiano's entrance. She grabbed his hips to aid him in his second attempt. He thrusted forward to find success. The warmth of her pussy and the charming smile on her face caused him to almost come prematurely. He tensed up hoping he would not come upon entry. She sat up to kiss him while still keeping him inside. He thought about non-erotic thoughts, and it helped him to not ejaculate too early. She gave him a desperate look of affection. Kale did not feel any attachment to this devil woman he met just a few minutes ago. However, that did not stop him from enjoying the warm hold her pussy had on his cock. Shano, initially, was confused, but then she gave into her new emotional state of attachment. She had fallen in love with this man in a matter of minutes. One moment she was ready to take his soul, the next, she was all over him and would do anything to please him. She moaned in his ear. Oh fuck. Yes. Give it to me, Kale. Kale held Giano's hips firmly as he fucked her hard. There was no gentle foreplay here. Hard fucking from the start. She did not mind in the slightest. Just Kale's presence alone had been enough to warm her up. She knew all this was due to the contract, but she discarded that fact. At this moment, grabbing onto Kale as he plunged into her was her only concern. The table shook as the two fucked with lustful passion. Her tail wrapped around his waist. He could feel it tugging him towards her. She laid her back onto the table again and played with her breasts. She closed her eyes and enjoyed the stimulation she was giving her nipples. The thick hard cock filling her up was driving her wild. She was ready to come any second now. Kale could feel his cock being squeezed by Shijano's vaginal muscles. Her grip was strong and extremely pleasurable. Oh fuck I'm gonna come. Come baby. Come inside me. Kale released his seed, not caring about anything in the world but the pleasure he was feeling. The euphoria washing over his body joined with the relaxation from the alcohol was a nice mixture. 
Shayano cried out as her pussy was being filled with cum. It was a wonderful feeling to take her lover's semen. She wanted to take it and never lose it. It was beyond joyful to get the fluid she craved. Kale, not being touched by Jane for a long time, had semen built up. This buildup made it all the better for both of them. He shot so much it leaked out of Shiano's pussy and onto the table. Oh fuck. Kale sighed. That was incredible. Shiano put her arms around Kale and held him tightly. She did not want to let him go. Her pussy acted in the same fashion with his cock. She wanted to stay with him like this forever. Stuffed with his cock and being filled to the brim with his cum. He pulled out and the semen spilled immediately. Mixture of both their cum coated the edge of the dining table. As she got off the table more spilled out making the puddle bigger. It began to spill off the table and onto the floor. We can't leave you filthy like that. You need some cleaning. Shiano got off the table and to her knees to put Kale's cock in her mouth. The intoxicating mixture of her secretions and his semen made her want a second round. As for the taste, she savored it as best as she could. Before swallowing she kept both Kale's fluid and her own inside her mouth for a minute. Luckily, after she swallowed the juices from their love making, the taste stayed. The smell was stuck on her lips as well. Once she was finished he slurred. Sexy lady, will you stay with me here forever and ever? Oh Kale I thought you'd never ask. Kale lifted his new lover and carried her to his room. She clung to him happily and tucked her face into his chest. Chapter 03 Kale stood in his living alone. He turned to the front door to see Jane. She looked as beautiful as ever. Her long dark brown hair, her firm cup, slender body, beautiful face, the features he was used to. Her ass was the best feature. It was not too big, but a bit on the curvy side. Not bony at all. She gave him a sad expression as she said, Goodbye, Kale. I just can't see me being with you. You don't know how to make me happy. Wait, Jane, baby, please. Jane turned and opened the door. Kale rushed to her but the room began to morph into a hallway. As he ran to her time slowed down and the distance continued to stretch as the room morphed. She was out the door and Kale seemed to not even move ten feet. The distance from his location to the front door kept stretching. Please take me, George. I know you'll love me and fuck me better than Kale ever could. Kale gasped and sat up. He woke up from a terrible nightmare. His body was sweaty and his heart was racing. His head was complaining about a major hangover. He turned to see Jane lying next to him in bed under the sheets. Thank God, it was all just a what the fuck. Kale moved the blanket to discover a naked black-haired woman sleeping next to him. She had devil wings and a pointed tail. It was right above her ass crack. He got off the bed in panic. Where did this woman come from? Who was she and how did she get into bed with him? All right, Kale, think. It all came back. The depressing fact that his love left him for another man. I, I drank after that. Then what? My head. Kale quickly got dressed and covered the woman. She looked like a devil with those things on her. Was she some strange kinky prostitute he picked up last night? He thought about how it was possible. There was no way he went drinking and driving. He was smarter than that. A million questions were running through his head as he stared at her. She inhaled and turned over. She had horns too. Once she opened her eyes her gothic makeup became more apparent. Her D's were exposed to him. Good morning. She cheerfully greeted him. Who, who the hell are you? And what are you doing in my bed? You summoned me last night, remember? Oh honey, you're so silly, but last night was amazing. Summoned? I don't remember that at all. And what's up with honey? The woman spread her black wings as she yawned and stretched. She groaned happily and said, I'm hungry. Kale remained quiet out of shock. The devil woman got off of bed and kissed him on the lips. Hee hee, you're so cute. As she left the bedroom, Kale exclaimed mentally, Holy fuck. There's a sexy devil chick in my place.
he turned to see her leave. Her ass swayed sexily and she went through the door. It was much more meaty than Jane's. He followed her to watch as she opened his fridge. She bent over to look for something to eat. Her ass became much more pronounced. This exposed her pink pussy and pink asshole to him. They looked very appetizing. He would have stared longer if it were not for the pointed tail moving around. He snapped out of his fixation on this woman's ass and said, Hey, why are you just opening my fridge and taking my food? She stood back up and turned to him. Kale's face turned red as he turned away. This woman was showing everything to him and not caring one bit. She smiled and replied, What? This is our fridge with our food in our home. Our? Kale turned back to face the devil woman. He saw her sexy body again and quickly covered his eyes. Jigo put some clothes on or something. You keep acting like you don't remember anything. Kale remained silent. Oh, you don't remember, do you? Kale shook his head with his hands still covering his face. He asked her again to redress herself, and she sighed. She snapped her fingers and flames appeared on her body. The glow of flames was visible in Kale's peripherals, and he quickly moved his hands away thinking she was lighting something on fire. His eyes widened as he saw the woman engulfed by flames. They quickly dissipated and clothes appeared on her. A red corset with black laces, tight black leather pants, and black high heel boots. H.H. How did you dash? She put her pointer to his lips and smiled. Sure, let's start this over. The woman reintroduced herself as Shiano and began to explain what happened last night from the signing of the contract to the wild drunken sex they had on the table. She told Kale about her failure to take his soul. There was an abundant amount of information she was pouring out of her mouth. She apparently was a devil with powers, not some prostitute that likes to dress up. She was also his new loyal girlfriend from this contract. He tried to take in as much as he could, but then his hangover was trying to get his attention once more. Running to the bathroom quickly, he felt himself about to vomit. He flipped the light switch to discover no light. It reminded him about the power bill needing to be paid. Not caring about that at the moment, he bent over the toilet and released. Is everything okay, honey? Fuck, hangovers suck. Shano remembered a client from the past explaining what a hangover was. It was something humans get when they drink too much and wake up the morning after. It was apparently unpleasant. She quickly walked to Kale and put her hands on his head. He flinched, not expecting her to touch him. Please, Kale, hold still, this'll help. After a few seconds, Kale began to feel much better. In less than a minute the hangover was no longer present. It was like he woke up fresh and alert. He was ready to start the new day. Shano saw him look at her in amazement. She figured that now he believed her. He stared at her with less skepticism. Please, Kale, sit down and let me explain more. Kale walked to the kitchen and sat down at the dining table to process everything. He noticed a dried-up spot on the table, but did not think too much about it. Continuing on her explanations, Shano told him that she knew his past. It was information she researched before trying to convince him to make a deal with her. It made him wonder why he was selected out of all people in this world. Shano explained that only the best of the best are selected to become promoters of the Dark Lord. Due to the rise of atheism, both angels and devils suffered. Why believe in the devil when you do not believe in God or any god for that matter? She ended the conversation with letting Kale know she was his and his alone. After Shano finished her explanation it was awkwardly silent. Kale was not sure of what to say next. He looked at her like a deer in headlights. She was normally one to keep her composure, but he made her feel nervous. There was an anxiety deep down inside her. She hoped he would not disprove of or reject her in any way. Trying to break the tension, she quickly asked. So what's on the agenda today? You gonna perform on stage? Ah shit, I'm supposed to meet the contractor today. I'd better call him up. I got no band. Oh don't worry about that. I'll go with you and persuade him to give you a deal. Persuade? 
Shiano gave Kale a devious smile. She was hatching up a plan to allow him musical success. She would not let him fail. He asked her what her plan was, but she told him it was a surprise. No matter how much he asked her she did not share it. It was to remain a secret until they met the contractor at his office. Eventually, she persuaded him to get ready. He reasoned that she must have something up her sleeve that could help since she possessed magical powers. What was the worst that could happen? Him saying no? Kale knew he had no chance for a record deal if he were to call up the contractor now. He got ready and she quickly transformed her clothes into business attire. Her wings shrunk and disappeared along with her tail and horns. She looked like an ordinary human being now. First things first, the power bill needed to be paid, and then they go to the contractor. The two left the house and were heading to the car. Kale? Tara. Kale was caught by Tara yet again while he was in the middle of something. She stared at him and Shiano awkwardly at a loss for words. He could tell she was concluding he had a random hookup last night. Her facial expression showed slight displeasure and disappointment. No matter what Tara was thinking it did not change the fact that he was in a rush to meet the contractor. Tara awkwardly waved at Shiano and she gave her a friendly wave back. Come on, we're gonna be late. Right. See you, Kale. Later, Tara. The two got into the car and were now on their way. Paying the bill was easy. The hard part was finding a way to financially survive the next couple of months until his lease finished. Either way, now was not the time to worry about that. Now was the time to worry about the contractor. It was nerve-wrecking for Kale to drive to the contractor's office. He was an emotional mess and one after another, there were more things to stress him out. Jane left, and then he woke up naked with a hot devil girl who can do magic. This all happened right before meeting the contractor. To top it all off, his poor neighbor had witnessed things he would rather keep private. The only plus was that he paid the power bill just now. Before he knew it, he was seated with Shiano in front of the contractor's desk. He looked very disappointed. He asked abruptly, Where's the band of four you promised me? Shiano waved her hand in front of the contractor as if she was wiping an invisible window. She said calmly, That isn't the band you're looking for. That isn't the band I'm looking for. He repeated in a trance-like state. You're gonna give Kale a record deal. I'm gonna give Kale a record deal. Kale watched in amazement as this contractor, once intimidating and unfriendly, was repeating after Shiano. She told him to rip up the contract and make a new one. He ripped up the ink papers and went to his computer to make a new version of it. He altered a few details and printed out the new contract to be signed. Kale sat there with his jaw dropped still not believing what was happening. He looked to see that every change on the contract was to his benefit. He gladly filled in the necessary information and signed. Shiano held out her hand and small flames appeared where she was to sign. The fire dissipated and her signature could now be seen. Everything was done. Thank you so much, sir. The pleasure is all yours. Shiano commanded him. The pleasure is all mine. The contractor repeated. The two left the office with big smiles on their faces and the contractor regained control without any complaints of what just happened. He went about his business as if he had never been cheated. The moment the two were outside Kale yelled up to the sky in joy. He jumped up and threw his fist to the sky. Fuck yeah. So, do you trust me now? Shiano giggled. Kale turned to her and said, I fucking love you. He grabbed Shiano and lifted her up. She giggled from being lifted and looked him in the eyes as he let her down. She gave him a loving smile while he gave her one of appreciation. Uh, so, did you really mean that? What? Do you really love me? Oh, uh, it's, it's an expression. Oh. Uh, look, Shiano, I just lost my fiancé and now isn't the right time for me to date again. It's too early and, well, you're, you're not exactly human. Kale could see the pain on Chiano's face. He immediately tried to say something that would make her feel better. Anything. Well, I mean, not that I care about you being human or not, 
But the whole me just getting out of a relationship thing is not something that should be taken lightly. I just need time before I can date again. Oh. The sadness on Chiano's face was killing Kale. He felt like an asshole even though he was in the right to assert himself like this. He quickly added. How about this? We'll be friends for now. After some time, we'll see where we stand, okay? Shiano's sad expression soon turned to a forced smile. She was in love with a man who did not love her back. He was cunning to have her be his slave in this way. She stated a rule about not being a slave, but there was nothing ever anticipated about love. An extremely uncomfortable feeling was in her chest. If this was love then she did not want it. It felt horrible. However, there was nothing she could do about it. No matter how many times she tried, she could not take this man's soul while he was asleep last night. For the first time, she was experiencing emotions to the fullest extent. She was stuck in this loophole. Something inside her told her to change the topic. I understand. Now how about we go do some band practice at home? Don't you need to go home? Or hell or whatever? I want to stay with you. I didn't report back in a long time. I'll be punished severely for sure. It's safer for me to stay with you, if you're okay with it. I, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Kale was unsure if that was the right answer to give her, but he already felt bad for saying what he said to her earlier. It was awkwardly silent again. This time it was his turn to break that quietness. So, you're gonna be a part of my band, huh? You need someone to be your rhythm and bass, don't you? The two smiled at each other unsure of how sincere the other smile was. This was going to be interesting. Chapter 04 Once the two got back to Kale's place they entered the living room. Shiano claimed to be a skilled guitarist and bassist. Kale hooked up Lisa to her amp and Shiano snapped her fingers. A guitar magically appeared from flames. Her guitar was beautiful. Its body was shaped like the face of a demon. Its horns were that of a ram's. The teeth were the guitar's bridge that held its strings. For the guitar's head, it was a sinister-looking skull with horns. Kale stared in amazement. Whoa! It's beautiful! You think so? Shiano finally gave Kale a sincere smile. He was glad to finally see a genuine smile. She took pride in her guitar skills and quickly played something in hopes of impressing him. She wanted to hear him say something good to her. Her fingers moved fast and her technique was excellent. Kale could easily tell Shiano was almost as good as him. It was obvious that her skill was far more impressive than anyone he's seen in his lifetime. You are amazing! I'd be honored to have you in my band! Shiano shyly looked to the ground while smiling at the praise she was getting. It felt nice to have him say something nice to her. Perhaps things were not so bad after all. Knock. 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 Oh, hang on, stay here. I'll get that real fast. Okay. Shiano's cheerful reply made Kale feel more at ease. He could see himself getting along with her just fine. Kale opened his front door to be greeted by Jane. The happy expression on his face soon turned to gloom. His ex-fiancée informed him that she forgot her watch before she left. She told him she just needed to get it and go. He agreed to let her in, and she made her way to the living room. Jane stopped dead in her tracks the moment she saw Shiano. She was stunned to see such a beautiful woman with black hair and gothic makeup. She instantly felt a hint of jealousy in her. Who was this bitch? Kale never introduced this woman to her before. Feeling the need to avoid awkward meetings, she quickly grabbed her watch and blurted out. Oh sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. I'll be going now. Jane could see the unfriendly stare she was getting. Maybe she was just some rebound. She may have a bigger cup size, but it was she who had Kale's heart. She decided to remind both of them who Kale really loved. As she went out the front door she turned around to face Kale. She grabbed his hand and put on a false expression of concern. Hey, just take care of yourself, okay, Kale? I do care. I care about you very much. Thanks. I will.
It was easy to see the gothic woman did not take too kindly to that. Kale's face showed a blend of pain and appreciation. He valued Jane's concern and it made him want to kiss her, but it hurt knowing he could not do so. Jane said goodbye as she gently let go of his hand. She knew Kale was still the gullible fool that would let anything slide. As she walked away and the door closed, Jane smiled knowing that she still had Kale's heart. Goth girls seeing everything made it even better. The moment Kale closed the door he began to shed tears. Shanna let her guitar disperse into flames. She walked up to him and gave him a hug. He put his arms over her and she did the same. They held each other for a while. She was pissed that his bitch of an ex-fiancé did that to both of them. There was nothing she wanted more than to have that bitch dead, but she knew that would hurt Kale in the process. The last thing she would want is to hurt him. Extreme jealousy took over and she knew she was going to regret what she was about to do. Kale, I'm so sorry. It's all right, it's just Dash. Shiano put both her hands on Kale's cheeks and stared into his eyes. She was controlling his mind. It would be best to get rid of this memory for his sake. However, she could not get rid of her own memory. There was only one thing she could do to make herself feel better. She felt bad for doing this, but her emotions were getting the best of her. All her clothes dispersed into flame, and she was now completely naked in front of him. She let out her horns, wings, and tail. Kale was in a trance-like state as he kissed Shiano. She knew it was not him doing this, but she needed some form of comfort. Although Jane had his heart, she had his body. This made her feel uneasy, but she decided to put her trust in Kale's words. Just give him some time and see where it goes. Maybe sometime later Kale will love her more than Jane. She would then have his heart and his body. That thought made her very happy, but for now, his body would have to do. Kale removed his clothes and the two were now naked in front of each other. Shiano quickly got to her knees and forced Kale's cock in her mouth. She shoved it down her throat, determined to outdo Jane. She looked into Kale's memories of Jane. She observed their sex life and knew exactly how much Jane lacked in skill when it came to sex in general. For blowjobs, she was terrible. For sex, she was good, very good in fact. For a human? For a devil, Jane's skill was below mediocre. Shiano took comfort in the fact that she was far greater than Jane in pleasuring Kale. She purposely gagged on his cock to have the vibrations of her throat stimulate him. Her drool dripped from her chin. She used her hand to catch it. Once she felt there was enough, Shiano used her own salivation as lube to rub her clitoris. She released his cock and asked, How's it feel, honey? My blowjob's good? Better than that whore's? Oh, fuck. Fuck yes. Shiano shoved Kale's whole length back down her throat. She deep-throated him and moved at supersonic speed, faster than a human could ever hope to achieve. Within a couple of minutes, Kale warned her that he was about to come. She took pride in her work, especially because it was better than Jane's skill. It would take Jane a whole hour to make Kale come from oral if not come at all. I'm gonna come! Shiano worked harder on Kale's cock. She could feel his warm cum filling her throat. She pulled out and left her mouth open while holding his cock with one hand. She could feel his cum shooting on her face and in her mouth. It kept spasming in her hand as it spat on her. This was getting Shiano close to climax as well. She stroked her clitoris faster. Once Kale ceased coming, she released him. Being covered in his cum made her excited and all she needed was a few moments to join Kale in his amazing state. Before she could come, Kale pushed her back. This caused her to land her back on the floor. This was unexpected. Kale was still in his trance-like state. Shiano supposed it was just his natural savage lust he had as a man. With her legs spread open, Kale moved his face in and began to lick her wetness. Oh yes, Kale. Yes. Make me come. Shove your tongue up my wet pussy. Kale forced his tongue inside Shiano and licked up whatever secretions he found. While he ate away, she wiped off the cum on her face with her fingers. 
She put her cum-coated fingers in her mouth one by one. The taste in her mouth was the last form of stimulation. She bit down on her lip as her orgasm washed over her. The taste of Kale's cum made it all the sweeter. She tried to close her legs, but Kale kept it open and still continued. He shoved two fingers in her pussy and stimulated her G-spot. She gasped. Oh wait, no! Kale it as too much! He did not listen and she clawed at the floor tiles. The stimulation was extreme. Shiano screamed as Kale fingered her at an even faster rate. She could not hold it in any longer. She began to squirt on his face with his tongue still inside. Her ejaculation was so intense her body shook uncontrollably. She begged him. Kale, please, please, no more. Kale obediently listened to her plea and she lied there on the floor enjoying her strong feeling of ecstasy. It was clear she underestimated him and what he was capable of. He was gifted with his fingers for both guitar and women. Despite this pleasure being unexpected, she had no complaints whatsoever. After some panting on the floor, she finally recovered. She quickly gave Kale a command to put his clothes back on, and she did the same for herself. Once they were both redressed, she released him from her control. He looked at her with no memory of Jane's visit. She could see him giving her a weird look. He could still taste her pussy in his mouth, and his face was still drenched in her juices. She quickly waved her hand and said, You will ignore my taste and smell and move on with the day. I will ignore your taste and smell and move on with the day. Shiano gave Kale back control of his body again. He was no longer phased by her scent or taste. Everything seemed to be back in order. His stomach growled and they both checked the time. It was lunchtime. He walked to the kitchen as if nothing happened. She followed him and sighed from what she just did. She apologized in her head. I'm sorry, Kale. I was jealous. Shiano suffered guilt for what took place just a couple of minutes ago, but she felt it would be best to just pretend it never happened. At least for now. She watched Kale open the fridge and pull out food. He pulled out bread, vegetables, and a piece of meat that was inside a plastic bag. Next, he pulled out a blade from a block of wood. What a plain dagger. It looks too thin for combat. What? Oh, this? This isn't a dagger, it's a knife. Knife? Yeah, it's not a weapon, or well it can be but its intended use is to cut up food. It's a tool. Kale could see Shiano was still confused by the concept of a knife. He called her over to watch him slice the vegetables. As he sliced through the cucumber he said, See, like this. It was easy to see Shiano was fascinated by this. She had never thought about cooking. Kale held the knife to her and asked, You want to try? She accepted and grabbed the knife with much excitement. Looking at the cucumber, she quickly forced the knife down in a chop-like motion. Feeling unsure, she asked him if it was correct. He smiled at how cute she was and took the knife back. He knew what the problem was. He told her it was a slice rather than a forceful chop. He showed her a second time how to slice. She observed keenly until she was given back the knife. Once again, a jerky chop motion instead of a slice. Kale thought of another idea, one that would make things more clear for her. He took hold of her hand which was still holding the knife. I'll guide you. Standing behind her, Kale got a good look through Shiano's perspective. Shiano, on the other hand, was finding it hard to concentrate. She was distracted by the warm touch of Kale's body. It gave her a very pleasant easy feeling as if there was nothing to worry about in the world. She concentrated on her task again the moment he motioned her hand in the correct way to slice. It all became clear to her. He left her to slice the rest of the cucumber while he toasted the bread and pulled out the cold cuts. Once the toast was done, he turned to see Shiano finished with cutting all the vegetables. Wow. That's really good. You're fast. Shiano enjoyed his praise. It felt nice coming from Kale even though it was completely platonic. The two ate the sandwiches while enjoying each other's company. While looking at her facial features, he said, You look like a Shay more than a Shiano to me. 
She gave him a confused look. Is it all right if I call you Shay? Shiano blushed and quickly answered with a, Yes. Kale found her shyness to be cute. It made him smile. While finishing up the sandwiches, he thought about how he would get through everything. What would Jane say if she came crawling back? He could not kick out Shiano. She had nowhere to go, and she did help him cheat to get an awesome record deal. She was also a very promising bandmate. For now, she could be his new roommate. As for maintaining what he had, Jane covered half of the rent, but now he would have to pay everything. Maybe do twice the gigs? Cut back on luxuries? Shiano would most likely do what she could to help. This new relationship he was forming was keeping his mind off of Jane. It made him less depressed. All the more reason to keep her as a roommate. They finished quickly and went back to the living room to resume their jam session. Both knew this was the beginning of a beautiful friendship, and possibly something more. Chapter 05 Tara stared at her reflection in the mirror. She just got out of the shower. Her seas sagged naturally without a bra. She admired her short brunette hair along with her other hair down below. Her hazel eyes went well with her beauty. She ran her fingers through her patch of pubic hair with her middle finger briefly touching her clitoris. Maybe I'll. No, I should just get work done. Sorry, Clitty. Tara patted her clitoris as a means of apology. However, this made her think twice. Maybe a quickie would not hurt. She lied on her bed and began to fantasize about the man in her life that she liked. He was genuine and a real gentleman. Thinking about his hard cock being shoved in her pussy was making her clitoris swollen and her insides wet. Oh, Kale. Tara, at first, thought of Kale as just an ordinary friendly neighbor. That all changed when she spent some time with him. They had many common interests. He had a similar taste in music as her, and they both were musicians, her being a drummer and him being a guitarist. There were so many nights where she fantasized about them performing together on stage and then having sex after. This night was no exception. Oh, Kale, show me how good you are with your fingers. She moaned. Tara felt the vaginal secretions of her pussy touch her fingertips. She rubbed at the wetness as a means of applying it onto her fingertips. Once she felt there was enough, she shoved her fingers in. The first moment of entry was always the sweetest for her. Moving her fingers in and out, she could not help but bite her lower lip. She continued to moan. Oh, oh, please lick my pussy too. Tara spat on the pointer and middle finger of her free hand to lube it. She wanted rough stimulation tonight. Her fantasy soon transformed into a scenario where she would make Jane into a queen. She imagined Jane finding her and Kale screwing and being forced to watch. She hated that bitch with a passion. She mistreated Kale and made him miserable even after he spoiled her. It was an understatement to say Tara would kill to switch places with Jane. It looked like she and Kale broke up yesterday. That would be great, not just for her, but for Kale as well. Oh, Kale! Fuck me in front of this bitch! Show her what she's missing! Tara fingered herself with a much more intense pace. Her fingers were getting so rough with her pussy it was starting to make sounds. The secretions from her excitement were flowing out. She stopped and went for her drawer. It was time to bring out her vibrator. She turned it on and put it to her clitoris. Now we're in business. Tara looked around desperately for something to insert. There was nothing in sight. She did not want to get off the bed and grab something. It would ruin the buildup she worked so hard for in the past couple of minutes. Instead, she decided to just use her imagination. As Tara imagined Jane looking away in humiliation and shame, she was getting closer to climax. The thought of making Jane watch and degrading her was a turn-on on so many levels. She then imagined Kale coming inside her. The thought of his warm white fluid filling her was getting her closer. Oh, Kale, your cum feels so warm. Tara began to imagine Kale putting his tongue at her sensitive anus. While thinking about this, she put her finger to her asshole to rub at it. Oh, yes, yes. Lick my asshole. It's so dirty. 
Lick my dirty butt. Tara felt her climax begin after exclaiming those words. That last part of anal stimulation made everything perfect. She rubbed her asshole faster and pressed the vibrator at her clitoris harder as her orgasm was right at its peak. She tensed up and then relaxed. Once her orgasm began to subside she switched off her vibrator and let go of it. As she lied in bed thinking about Kale she wondered who that woman with black hair was. She would catch him with her sometimes. It had been three days since the first time she saw her with him. Who exactly was she? Was Kale rebounding? Tara did not take Kale as the type to cheat so she doubted she was some secret lover he had while with Jane. It was not until the day Jane moved out that she saw her. Initially, Tara thought Jane leaving was a blessing. She figured it would be a good time to rebuild the friendship that was damaged between her and Kale. However, this new woman coming around made it seem impossible. She felt going over to Kale's place would be a bother. He also said he needed to be alone. Maybe she should have ignored his plea. That could have been her chance to strike. Then again, she would be the rebound not that black-haired woman. Despite the notion of Kale possibly rebounding, Tara still found him very appealing. She loved his company, he was a wonderful musician, and he was also quite a looker. She sighed. I'm hopeless. Tara blamed everything on how shy she would get around Kale. If she had just been more outgoing, then maybe she and Kale would be something more by now. As she mentally cursed herself she heard the sound of two electric guitars playing. The two next door were having a jam session again. She did not mind in the slightest though. They created beautiful music together. Kale said he was in a band, but none of his bandmates have been coming around lately. She wondered if they had a falling out. This new girl was possibly his bandmate and nothing more. That possibility was giving Tara hope. Maybe it was not impossible. On the plus side, Kale did apologize to her about everything. Not talking to her and letting Jane get in the way of their friendship. The only way to find out if this woman was nothing more than a bandmate was to just go over and ask, but she feared she would come off as too nosy. After letting out another sigh, the sound of the two guitars stopped. Wow, that was quick. They usually take longer. Suddenly, Tara's phone went off. She checked the number to see it was Kale. She immediately pressed the talk button. Hello? Hey Tara, you busy? Uh, no, why? What's up? I was wondering if you'd like to jam with me and a friend. Guitar, bass, and drums. Sure. That's great. Did you want us to come over or do you want to come here? If you come here, we can help you move your drum set. Um, can you help me move my drum set? All right, we'll be right over. Okay. See you here. Tara hung up and squealed happily like a giddy schoolgirl. She was going to spend time with Kale and meet the mystery woman. She would finally find out if Kale was up for grabs. Still being naked, she got dressed and waited for him. It was not long until he finally knocked on her door. She opened it to be greeted by Kale and the woman. She quickly noticed her breasts were a lot bigger than they looked from far away. This was a bit intimidating, but she kept her cool as Kale made introductions. Tara, this is Shay. Shay, this is Tara. Hi, nice to meet you, Shay. Nice to meet you too, Tara. Kale tells me you're the best drummer in town. Oh no, I wouldn't say best. Tara blushed a bit from the comment. It was nice knowing Kale had that opinion of her. But I'm pretty alright. Shayano smiled at Tara's sense of humility. The three walked over to where Tara's drum set was. As they walked, the two girls talked. Kale was happy the two were hitting it off so well. If Tara were to join their band, then they all needed to get along. Judging by their conversation, it seemed that getting along would be no issue. As the three packed up the drum set and traveled back to his place they continued to socialize. The atmosphere was mutually wonderful for all of them. As they did the setup, Tara and Shano still continued to talk. Kale did not mind being left out. He was the only connection they had to each other. It would be great for them to become good friends. I'm gonna go get a soda. You ladies want anything? I'm fine. 
Terra replied. I want a cola. Shiano turned to Terra after Kaya left the living room. I love colas. It's the best thing I've ever had. Terra was perplexed by such a statement. She asked Shiano if she had had a Coca-Cola before. To her surprise, she was answered with a no. Through deductive reasoning, Terra figured Shiano was not from around here, so she asked her where she was from. How could someone from America never try a Coca-Cola for what looked to be 20 to 25 years? I'm from Jerusalem. Yeah, Jerusalem. Oh, really? Wow. I never met someone from there before. Shiano smiled at Terra, happy she fell for that line. Terra smiled back believing Shiano completely, being a common ignorant American. Kale came back with two sodas. He gave one to Shiano and opened the other for himself. Terra noticed the way Shiano was looking at Kale as she thanked him for the drink. This made her feel uneasy. Now she would have to compete with Shiano who was far more attractive than Jane, in her opinion. All right, let's set up. Sorry Tara, I know my living room isn't the greatest for performing music, but I was going to go looking for a studio because... Kale smiled at Tara and her eyes widened. Oh my god! You got a contract signed? Kale's smile got bigger and Tara ran up to him to give him a hug of congratulations. Unlike Jane, Shiano did not feel threatened by Tara. She could tell it was platonic and knew enough, through Kale's memories, to know she was at most benign. After the hug, the three jammed out. The music was much more fun for Kale and Shiano now that they had some percussion. As for Tara, she always had fun with Kale, but Shiano on bass added to the beauty of the music they created. She did her best on the drums. Her drumming complemented the music perfectly. She was the missing piece of the puzzle. The three played until it was almost four in the morning. It finally ended when Tara passed out on Kale's couch. He did not wake her, deciding to let her sleep. He knew she was exhausted by how quickly she passed out. Shiano looked to Tara and said to Kale, Looks like it's just you and me now. Yeah. Kale yawned and turned off his amp. He was tired as well. It was way past his bedtime. As he put Lisa down and walked toward the kitchen, Shiano made her base and amp dissipate into flames. While Kale was getting water in the kitchen, Shiano decided to dip into Tara's memories. She knelt down in front of her and held her face with both hands. Kale returned from the kitchen with water for himself and a soda for Shiano. He walked in to find her holding Tara's face with her eyes closed as if she was concentrating on something. Shay, what the hell are you doing? Shano opened her eyes. She looked at Kale and responded. Oh, uh, nothing. Nothing. That doesn't look like nothing. I was just looking into her memories. Looking into her memories? Yes. Some devils have this ability. Others sacrifice this ability for another. It all depends. Even for this ability there are variances. I just touched the face of someone to get their memories. A succubus, on the other hand, has more erotic ways of getting information. Look, Shay, you really shouldn't dash. We need her in our band. She's an excellent drummer, she's loyal to you as a friend, and I see another way we can mutually benefit each other. She's finishing up her last year of school and she's fantasized about being on stage with you. Shayano smiled at the other half of the fantasy she withheld from Kale. Sorry for cutting you short. Kale looked unsure of what Shayano was doing. He felt it was not right for her to do this to Tara. The last thing he would want is for her to freak out from being touched on the face. He responded. Look Shay, don't go controlling Tara's mind. If she wants to join our band then she will. If she doesn't then we'll respect that decision. Shayano wanted to control Tara. But if it was Kale's wish to let her decide on her own, then she would stick by it. Her mind was telling her to control Tara. But her heart was telling her to not disobey Kale. If she disobeyed him, then she would not be his loyal girlfriend. It was already bad enough she controlled his mind the last couple of days ago. Shay, I want Tara to want to be with us because I care about her. It's sort of like you in a way. 
I know you have feelings for me and the reason why I'm not doing things with you right away is because I want to get over Jane first. I have the ability to abuse your feelings for me, but I'm not doing that. If I rebound then I know that I'll be hurting you and that's something I don't want to do to you because I care about you. Shiana looked away from Kale. She felt her love for him grow exponentially each day. He was such a wise person. She loved that he did not want to hurt her, but she would do anything to have him touch her again. However, she decided to be patient and wait for him. It did not help that they would have bonding moments when they played music or cooked together. They would even talk about their past experiences. He had no idea just how strong her feelings were for him. He thinks she just has a crush on him, but it was much more than that. She would do anything for him, even kill and betray the Dark Lord himself. Shay, I know I'll get over Jane. Just having your company keeps me from going insane. You keep me occupied and put me in a much better mood than if I were to be alone. Kale walked away into his bedroom. He figured to let Tara sleep here. They were on very good terms like that. It was hard for Shiano to know that such a horrible woman had the heart of the man she loves. She trusted in Kale's words. That it would only be a matter of time before she became his number one. She did not mind the notion of Kale having other women on the side as long as she was his number one. For now, it was Jane. As for Tara, she liked her and after dipping into her memories she could see just how much of a good person she was. It was easy to see she would not hurt him like how Jane did. She looked at Tara with a smile as she snored on the couch. You can be his number two. Chapter 06 Tara woke up to the smell of bacon. She could hear Kale in the kitchen. She sat up and stretched. It was almost seven. She listened more closely to what Kale was saying. It sounded like he was instructing Shiano on how to cook bacon. She got up to let the two know she had to get ready for school. As she peeked into the kitchen, she saw Shiano with wings, horns, and a pointed tail. That's great. You're a natural at this. Well, it's only because I got such a good teacher for Dash. Kale saw Shiano stare in the direction of the living room. He turned to see Tara staring at Shiano's horns, wings, and tail. Shiano quickly waved her hand and said, You will forget that I am a devil. I will forget that you are a devil. Shiano quickly hid her devilish features and Tara spoke to them as if she had seen nothing. Hey guys, I gotta get going. I have to get ready for school. Oh, okay, here, have some bacon and eggs we made. We also made some toast. We made extra just for you. Really? Thanks. The three ate together on the dining table. The bacon and eggs were delicious. Tara complimented Chiano's cooking. She appreciated Tara's positive feedback. The two women had a nice conversation with each other with Kale joining in every now and then. It was mainly between the two. Kale was the one who got Tara to come over. Yet it was Shiano who was making her stay. Shiano figured if she could not control Tara, then she would make her want to join on her own free will by being good company to her. She knew she would enjoy having Kale to talk to, but if both she and Kale were to have a good friendship with Tara then she would most definitely join them. That was so good. Thanks so much, Shay. You're very welcome. Tara eventually left to get ready. Kale and Shiano got ready to go studio hunting. Tara drove away to school and the two went out. As expected, it was not long until Shiano got Kale a professional studio through her mind control. The two celebrated by getting some dessert. Kale thought about getting ice cream, but decided to get cake instead since there was a bakery across the street. The two walked in to be greeted by a very kind helpful old woman. What kind of cake did you want? I don't know. I haven't had cake in a while. Not since the medieval times. The clerk looked confused by Shiano's statement. Kale quickly turned to her and tried to explain. Oh, uh, she's doing a play. She's an actress for theater. He turned back to Shiano and decided to act like her boyfriend to throw the clerk off of any suspicion. Oh honey, you're so funny. Um, excuse us, miss. 
The two walked towards the door away from the clerk. Kale whispered. Hey, you can't go off saying stuff like that, remember? I'm sorry I forgot, but I can always wipe her memory. I know, but I can see it takes a toll on you after a while. I can tell that you get drained every time you do that. I notice that you get tired from doing it too much. Don't go off killing yourself. Shiano smiled at Kale's concern. She gave him a hug of appreciation. He hugged back and told her. You're welcome. The two looked to the cakes to come to a decision. Kale wanted Shiano to pick what she wanted since she was the one who got him the studio. She wanted to try everything until she saw a title that caught her eye. It was a dark brown cake that had a label reading Devil's Food. I want that one. All right. Kale purchased two slices and sat down with Shiano. She took one bite and paused. Shay, are you all right? This is the best thing I've ever had. Kale smiled at how cute Shiano was. How she reacted to the taste of the cake was extremely adorable. Although he could not see it, the way he was looking at her was gradually starting to change. The clerk could see the way he was looking at her and commented. You are both such a cute couple. You remind me of when my husband and I were both young. Oh no, we're... Kale just remembered calling Shano honey in front of the clerk. He did not want to say anything that would contradict what he said previously. We're, we're not married or anything, just going out. Ah, uh, well, you two make a nice couple. Shano began to blush at the clerk's comment. The two looked at each other and smiled shyly. The clerk laughed at their coyness. The two returned to finishing their slices. Shiano finished hers before Kale was even halfway done with his. He gave the rest to her, saying, Here, I know you like this, go ahead. Oh no, I can't. I insist. Shiano was unsure, but she eventually took it and gobbled it all down. As they got up to leave, Kale got a hug from Shiano as she thanked him cheerfully. The cake put her in a very happy mood. Kale, being the nice guy he was, decided to buy a whole cake for the house. He figured since they were already here, then it would be convenient to get a whole cake now rather than come back for slices. He ordered a whole cake and pulled out his wallet again to pay. You're lucky. I'm almost done baking another one. Wow, just our luck. Just for you too, I'll sell the cake at half the price. Really? Thanks. You're welcome. As soon as the cake finished cooling off and the clerk added the finishing touches, Kale and Shiano were out the door and in the car. The two drove away with Shiano already munching at the cake while on the road. However, she stopped the moment she saw something in the rearview mirror. It was another devil wandering the area. They were searching for her. This alerted her immediately to take action. The moment they both got home, Kale decided to take a nap. Shiano told him she would keep quiet and not disturb him. He appreciated that. While he napped, she took the time to set up a shield to hide herself away from other devils. She could not afford to be found. How else could she continue to be Kale's loyal girlfriend? Once she finished, she decided her next task would be to pay Tara a visit. She wanted to know if she would be well-suited for the position of Kale's number two physically. Tara just got back from school. She had no further classes for the day. She put her keys on the table and lied down on the couch, beat from the day. Once her head was on the pillow, she looked up to be greeted by Shiano's face. Ah. Shay. What are you doing in my living room? Shiano waved her hand and said, Be calm. Strip for me and show me your body. Tara was now in a trance. She was quiet and stared forward into nothing. She obediently followed Shiano's command and stripped her clothes off. Shiano observed Tara's physique once she was completely naked. She knew what Kale liked due to his memories. Tara's breasts were almost as big as hers. The sexy curves at her waist were very appealing for a human. The small patch of pubic hair above her pussy was cute and very distinguishing. Turn around now. Tara did as she was told. Shiano inspected her ass to see it was slightly above average. All right, now bend over. Again, Tara followed orders. Her ass became much more evident once she bent over. 
Shiano reached out and grabbed both of her butt cheeks. She was impressed to find how soft they were. The beauty of Tara's pale buns were starting to make Shiano wet. What added to this was the sight of her delicious pink pussy. Her excitement intensified the moment she began to spread those sexy butt cheeks. This exposed her very enticing little brown pink anus. She forced Tara's cheeks open even wider, and she could see her little asshole stretch sideways. She licked her lips while thinking, MMM, Kale will like this. Tara's beautiful pussy and asshole were a wonderful sight. Shayano moved her face in and inhaled her scent. There was faint odor of sweat with the natural feminine scent of her pussy and ass. No longer able to restrain herself, Shayano gave Tara's pussy a lick. It had a delicious taste to go with its smell. She was doing this to make sure there was nothing about Tara that would turn Kale off. She was also curious how her pussy might taste. Tara moaned softly from the probing action of Shiano's tongue. Damn it, I can't get enough of her scent and taste. Shiano moved her tongue into Tara's pussy and massaged her inner walls. She could taste her juices and quickly withdrew her tongue to take some into her mouth. She was doing her best to lick up whatever was inside Tara's sweet pussy. After a couple more licks, she moved her tongue up and licked at her asshole. There was a minor taste of sweat, but mainly a delicious unique taste of her back door. She rubbed her tongue around Tara's tight hole. The gentle rim job was making Tara coo softly. Shiano moved from gentle licks to penetrating pleasure. She forced her tongue forward and it entered Tara's asshole. She did her best to lick around inside, but this hole gave far more opposition. Nonetheless, she still enjoyed the tastes and smells she was experiencing. Once Shiano pulled her tongue out of Tara's ass, she commanded her to lie on her side with one leg up. Tara got into position and Shiano had her clothes dissipate into flames. She kneeled in front of Tara and put her pussy next to hers. She began to scissor with Tara gently to get things started. Both their clitorises were being stimulated and both were moaning from the pleasure. The mutual stimulation they were both experiencing could really pass for a bonding moment if not for Shiano's need to wipe Tara's memory after this. She was feeling very naughty about what she was doing, so she moaned. Oh fuck ya Tara! Fucking kiss my pussy with yours! Shiano sped up her movement and the stimulation intensified. Both girls were getting hot and sweaty. Shiano was getting off to the wet feeling of both their sweat and vaginal leakage. Their pussies had both their juices all over each other. Adding to this was the strong scent of their arousal mixing together. As orgasm approached both of them, Shiano clung to Tara's leg tightly. Both girls ceased movement and let their climaxes take over. They screamed in unison and were both lying on the floor when they finished. After a couple of minutes of recovery, Shiano got back up with Tara to get dressed. She waved her hand and commanded Tara to put her clothes back on. Flames appeared on Shiano and her clothes were back on her. Before going back to Kale's house she said to Tara, You will forget that I was here. I will forget that you were here. And the idea of sharing Kale is appealing to you. And the idea of sharing Kale is appealing to me. Shiano smiled at Tara and left. The moment Tara was alone in her home again she regained control of her body. She felt very strange. Her body was relaxed like it had an intense workout not too long ago. She also felt very relaxed mentally like how she felt when she would touch herself. As she took a few steps out of the area where she was standing she realized just how sweaty she was. It was like she blacked out a few minutes ago. She felt very filthy and decided to take a hot shower. Her pussy felt sweaty and so did her asshole. Meanwhile, Kale had just woken up next door. He got up and found Shiano cooking him a late lunch. She was making some steak and vegetables. It was amazing how she picked up cooking quickly. He smiled at her and commented. You really have a knack for cooking. I think I might just ask you to cook for me every day. Really? Yeah, you're a natural. Can I really cook for you every day? Oh, uh, well, you don't have to. I was just saying the dash. I'll cook for you every day. Kale tried to tell Shiano he was just kidding around, but she kept insisting she would cook. 
After some minor argument, he agreed to let her be the cook of the house. She reasoned that since he was letting her stay with him, then she would have to do something to pay him back. Since he did not consider sex as an offer this was the only other option she could come up with, her cooking was improving at an exponential rate, giving Kale more reason to agree. Shano happily exclaimed, All right then, it's settled. From now on I'll be your cook. Chapter 07 It had been three weeks since Kale had gotten the studio to record his music. He and Shano continued to bond. They became very close and Tara was not too far behind. Both girls were not only closer to Kale, but to each other as well. They were practically best friends. However, either talked to the other about their feelings for Kale. The three had just finished their first album which had songs with much promise. The three had worked hard and knew it would pay off. Currently, Kale and Shiano were at home after submitting their album. They were tired from the day, but that did not stop them from celebrating. Tara had two exams to study up for. They were both on the same day so she decided to study a week in advance instead of procrastinate the way she usually does. Unlike the usual booze party one would imagine, Kale and Shiano's party was composed of soda and devil's food cake. She happily gobbled down the cake and drank it with Coca-Cola. Kale sat with her eating his cake slowly. He was too busy admiring her beauty. He was feeling very nervous. Perhaps today would be the day. Come on, Kale. You can do this. She's been living under the same roof as you. Why are you so nervous? Shay, I think I'm ready to be more than friends now. How hard is it to say that? Although Kale gave himself constant positivity, he could not bring himself to share his feelings. Throughout the whole time, Kale remained awkwardly silent with Shiano. He failed to let her know, reasoning what she's eating, let her enjoy herself. When they finished eating, Kale walked Shiano to her room instead of letting her go alone. She found it odd, but did not mind. Any time with him was wonderful for her. Opening the door, she turned around to wish him a good night, but he did not show any signs of leaving. Shay? Yes? She answered shyly. I, I think I'm ready. What did you say? I want you to be my girlfriend. Shiano's eyes began to water and Kale took a step closer to her. Her heart pounded violently as he held her hands in his. Both moved their faces closer to each other. Their lips moved in and they both froze. There was nothing she wanted more than to feel his lips again. However, his hesitance made her want to hesitate. She did not want to do anything that may be too rash. If she were to do anything that would offend or repulse him, then she would never forgive herself. The two looked each other in the eyes, unsure if they should be the one to make the first move. Kale, tired of being overly cautious, decided to move forward and his lips touched Shiano's. He grabbed her body and she quickly grabbed his head. The two kissed with their eyes closed. As they kissed, Shiano's mind-reading ability allowed her to see she was thought about more than Jane. That Jane was almost completely out of his thoughts. She saw Tara in his thoughts too, but not to the same degree as her. It was his feelings for her that repressed any possible feelings for Tara to grow. He was a monogamous man that was loyal to the woman he loved, but Shiano had different plans to make him something much more. However, for now she was beyond content with the touch of his lips. She began to stick her tongue in his mouth and he opened up. As she probed his mouth, she could feel his tongue enter hers. His tongue made its way down her throat, and it was reminding her of when she took his cock in her mouth. He broke away, unsure if they were going too far. Kale, please, please make love to me. I've waited so long for you to love me again. I, I don't know. It feels like it's too soon. Shiano could see Kale was afraid. It took him everything to confess his feelings. The source of his fear was due to Jane. She had hurt him badly and it was not the first time she did that to him. Through his memories, it was easy to figure out why he was so fearful. She used his memories to exclaim what she would and would not do. Whatever Jane did that was not to Kale's liking she promised not to do. 
She got to her knees and held his hands in a begging position. Kale, I promise to be honest with you. I won't be constantly negative. I'll never leave you. You can have my body and do whatever you please with it. I won't sleep with anyone else but you. I don't mind sharing you. Please, please, let me feel your touch. Kale lifted Shano to her feet. It was painfully quiet with Kale looking away from her. After a couple of seconds he faced her again and moved his face closer to her. He stopped before his lips could touch hers. She touched his face and moved in for a kiss. However, she could see he was still uncertain. She did not want to kiss him if he was unsure. She stopped before their lips touched and looked at him, waiting, please Kale. They were both still and she let go of his face. She looked away, ready to cry. He was not going to kiss her. She cursed in her head, I'm such an idiot. Suddenly, Kale grabbed Shiano by her arms and spun her to face him. He moved in swiftly for a kiss. They wrapped their arms around each other, as their kissing intensified. He lifted her by her ass in the same fashion he did the night they met. Walking over to her bed, he landed her onto it along with himself. He broke their kiss to start stripping. In response, she had all of her clothes burn away as usual. Before Kale was finished removing all of his clothes, Shiano was completely bare. He admired her beautiful body. Those D's were extremely desirable. He wanted to touch them and put her nipples in his mouth so bad. Moving his eyes down to her groin, he went nuts. With her legs spread, she exposed her little pink pussy. Shiano reached down to spread her lips with her fingers. The inside was very wet, looking very comfortable and inviting. This made Kale strip faster. He had not had sex in a long time. The night they met did not count since he could not remember any of that. Shiano found it cute to see Kale struggling to speed up his stripping. It made her feel good to know just how bad he wanted her body. She stared in amazement the moment he was completely naked with her. From head to toe, she admired every attractive feature. He grasped his cock as he moved in to be one with her again. This made her heart pound faster. Oh, Kale, yes. Put it in. She wrapped her arms around him to pull him towards her. His cock was now pressing at her clitoris. Lower. Kale reached for his cock and adjusted to feel the wetness of her entrance. He knew he was at the correct spot. Thrusting forward, it went in easily. Shiano was happy to finally be filled with his cock once again. Playing it safe, he started gently. Although she found this sweet, she wanted it rough tonight. Harder, honey! Harder! Kale shoved his cock in with more force, causing Shiano to cry out. It scared him at first, but he was reassured the moment she grabbed his head to kiss him. He moved his cock out almost all the way and thrust it back in with more force. He continued this for a while, making her moan loud. Her soft breasts were touching his chest, her arms and legs were wrapped around him, and her lips sucked on his own. She used her vaginal muscles to squeeze his cock. Ah shit! That's tight! Is it bad? I'm sorry! No, it's incredible! Keep doing it! Okay. Shiano used her muscles to give Kale a tight squeeze around his cock. He enjoyed the tight sensation. She would squeeze tightly and then release. This repeated pattern was getting him closer to climax. He warned her, and she gave him the okay. However, Kale was a proud man. He would be damned if he allowed himself to come first. In his book, the woman had to always come first. He did his best to not come too early. Kale, it's okay. Come. Kale thrusted faster and harder as he answered. No. Shiano had to come first, she just had to. She held his face to kiss him. This immediately made her aware of why he refused to release his seed. The squeezing of his cock made it harder to endure the pleasure. An idea then popped into her head. Let's do doggy style. Okay. Shano turned over and got to her hands and knees. Both her holes were presented to Kale for his viewing pleasure. Her tail moved to the right so it would not obstruct the view. He reached for it to caress it. Turning her head she asked playfully. 
Just what are you doing? I never told you this, but I always thought your tales very cute. Shano faced forward again while blushing. Before she could respond, she felt a warm wet sensation on her tail. She gasped and turned her head again. Kale was licking it lovingly. It was a strange, but exciting sensation. This was the first time she ever had her tail played with. He cut off her chance to respond by plunging his cock into her pussy. As punishment she squeezed his cock again. This made him thrust harder. Shiano's way of punishing Kale backfired. She was so lost in the passion she yelled out. Put your finger in my ass! Shiano was feeling very naughty at that precise moment. The licking of her tail was the main contribution. It was so new that it called for something kinky today. She also knew Kale liked anal. He unfortunately never had a chance to get some from Jane. He put his finger in his mouth without question. He used his saliva to quickly lube it. His finger came out generously coated and moved to Shiano's tiny asshole. Just watching it clench at the touch of his wet finger made him want to come right there. He applied his saliva on her pink pucker and then put his finger back in his mouth to wet it again. He hoped for there to be a taste, but there was none. Pulling back out, he put his finger to her asshole again and pressed in.it was amazing to watch Shiano's small asshole take in his finger. It clung to it, refusing to let it escape. Keeping it in place, Kale resumed fucking her pussy. The sight and feeling of her soft ass pounding on him was wonderful. Her moans intensified the moment he started working his finger. Before she could wrap her tail around his waist, he grabbed it and smiled, getting a kinky idea. He pulled out his finger while wetting her tail with his saliva. He pointed the tip of her tail towards her asshole. Oh fuck! Shiano could feel her asshole being stretched from the penetration by her tail. Her tail felt very warm inside her ass. With two free hands, Kale grabbed both sides of her hips and hammered away. The double penetration was too much for Shiano. Her orgasm began while she wiggled her tail around inside her ass. Kale joined her in climax as he shot his first wad of cum. This completed her climax. As Kale continued to release, he grabbed Shiano's tail and shoved it in deeper. She gasped aloud and clung to the bedsheets desperately. Her tail continued to wiggle as it made its way deeper inside. The two stayed still for a couple more seconds until they were done. Kale pulled out with his cum spilling out fast. Shiano could feel it traveling down her thighs. Her pussy was overflowing. She removed her tail from her ass and lied on her side. Kale got behind her to spoon. He cupped her breasts and held her tight. She turned around to kiss him. They looked each other in the eyes and smiled. That was the best sex they have ever had in their lives. Soon, the two lovers were fast asleep. Chapter 08 It was morning. The room was completely lit by sunlight, and the two could be seen in bed together. Shanna woke up first. She found herself being held from behind. She smiled, remembering what happened last night. Kale's calm breathing soon ceased and he inhaled deeply. Now was the question of whether or not Kale would regret what they did. He was getting over Jane, but he was still unsure of whether or not sex was too early in their relationship. She turned around to smile and nervously greeted him. H. Hey. Hey. He replied back with a smile. Good morning. It was obvious the two were uncertain of what to say to each other, but they were both happy and feeling good. Shiano held Kale's face and immediately understood how he felt. He was a changed man. No longer feeling the sorrow of Jane's betrayal. No longer afraid. Now he had his eyes set on her. It could not have been better. She moved in for a kiss. They kept their lips pressed against each other. This very moment was something she did not want to end. Eventually, the two broke their kiss with Shiano saying, I'll go make us breakfast. Okay. Kale smiled while watching Shiano leave. He was loving the sight of her ass swaying back and forth. Before she passed the door she turned her head to catch him looking. She did not say anything, she only smiled. 
It felt great to know he was checking her out without holding back now. This was going to be a great start for both of them. As Kale and Shano got closer, Tara felt further away from both of them. It had become too obvious something happened between the two and she did not take it well. He easily wrote a couple of songs inspired by his new relationship with Shiano. The two continued to strengthen not only their feelings, but their physical intimacy as well. Everything seemed to be in order. It was a new love and a new band. Although Kale saw everything as perfect, Shiano still needed one last thing to happen. One night after finishing up a love-making session, they lied in bed. Before going to sleep, Shiano sat up with worry. Kale took note of this and sat up with her. He asked, What's wrong, Shay? Kale, I need to ask you a serious question. Okay. Sure. Shiano knew how Kale would feel about the subject of having her and Tara as his women. He was a good man and would never do anything to hurt her or Tara. She wanted to persuade him to become polygamous. How would you feel about having two girlfriends? What? Kale, I know you know about Tara's feelings for you. You never discussed it with her, and she's having a hard time bringing it up to you. She never talked to me about it. She hasn't been enthusiastic about band practice or recordings lately because she's hurting. Shay, you know it wouldn't be fair for me to have both you and Tara. Honey, I need to confess something. Shiana looked away and took a deep breath. I really wouldn't mind you being polygamous. I don't mind you having other women in your life. Just as long as I'm number one. For the record, Tara doesn't mind the thought of sharing you either. It'll be good for not only the friendship between the three of us, but our band as well. A band that bonds together stays together. As for you being unfair, it's okay because Tara and I don't mind sharing you with each other. We're like sisters almost. Kale was still morally unsure of this. Look, if humans do this here on Earth, then what makes you think that devils wouldn't approve of this setup? Kale remained silent. Shano blushed as she admitted. To be honest, I think it's hot to watch you fuck another woman. If you don't like the thought of leaving me out then. Shiano's face turned an even darker shade of red. I don't mind joining in. As ashamed as he was to admit it, Kale found the notion of having a threesome with Shiano and Tara to be extremely arousing. He felt guilty for it, but there was really nothing he could do about it. What he found arousing was what he found arousing. He was a man with desires after all. Shiano could see Kale's throbbing erection under the bed sheets. She reached under to grasp his hard cock and kiss him while doing so. As she stroked it she whispered to him in hopes of arousing him further. Oh baby, you have such a strong hard cock and it deserves to be shared. I like the thought of you plunging your cock into Tara and then shoving it in my mouth. Then fucking my pussy and shoving it in her mouth. Shay. Kale moaned helplessly. Shiano began to stroke faster. Part of Kale wanted to stop her, but another part wanted to hear more. Giving in, he added fuel to the fire. Tell me what you want me to do to Tara. I want to see you force Tara's face onto this bed with her ass in the air. Then I want to see her beg for it. I can imagine it now. The wetness and delicious smell. I want you to fuck her hard on this bed. Yeah? Then when it's my turn, I want you to force me to eat her pussy while you fuck me from behind. She began to act out what she would say. Oh please Kale, please. I don't want to eat it. Kale was quiet, unable to find an appropriate response. Shiano clued him in. Then you call me a bitch and tell me to shut the fuck up and eat. This was getting Kale closer. His pre-cum leaked into Shiano's hand. The thought of his girlfriend eating another woman was hot. Watching her tongue probe another pussy. When it was Tara he thought about being the other woman and made the scenario in his head even sweeter. It was safe to bet that Shiano knew about his feelings for Tara. He had had his face held by her many times. If that really was her way of probing a person's thoughts and feelings, then she definitely knew. As the band progressed, he got closer to both girls. Unfortunately, he would have to choose which to get serious with. It was Shano he chose, but now she was giving him the okay to add Tara into the relationship. 
Kale, I know you don't want to hurt me. You won't. I want you to take Tara and make her yours. You never had to choose. Make us both yours. Shay, I'm gonna dash. We'll both service you with our mouths. She'll suck your cock and I'll lick your balls. Shayana whispered this into Kale's ear. He was almost there. Then when you come, I'm gonna keep it in my mouth and swap it with Tara while we kiss. Kale was seconds away from explosion. Shayano moved away from his ear and stopped stroking him. She moved the bed sheets and put his cock in her mouth. He began to squirt his cum and she stayed there quietly. For every squirt he could feel movement in her throat. She swallowed every time he shot down her warm throat. She pulled out once he finished. Licking her lips, she suggested. I think you should talk to Tara today. Chapter 09 Knock. 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 Tara opened her door to be greeted by Kale. He sent her a text letting her know he wanted to come over and talk in person. She reluctantly accepted. Now, here they were, on her couch ready to chat. There was nothing but a painfully awkward silence. Kale eventually broke the tension by asking how she was doing. She gave him short quick answers which made it obvious she was a bit uncomfortable. Tired from beating around the bush, he got straight to the point. Tara, I know why you haven't been giving it your all in practice. I have, it's just that. He took her hand and caressed it gently. Moving in closer to her she began to blush. The gentleness and care in his eyes had not changed since the day they met. It was something she always found attractive about him. They were normal brown eyes, but when she truly looked into them she found herself feeling warmth and comfort. As she moved her lips closer to his multiple thoughts ran through her head. This is crazy Tara. What am I doing? He's with Shay. I can't betray my best friend. Tara noticed Kale was not moving his head back. Did he want to kiss her? The man she had feelings for was not rejecting her, but what about his girlfriend, her friend? She stopped when she was just a couple of inches away. I'm sorry. It's okay, Tara. Kale moved in for a kiss, but she moved back. We, we can't do this. She would never forgive me. Tara. Kale held her face gently and turned it to face his. No more being passive and quiet about all this. He quickly moved in for a kiss. The moment their lips touched she felt all of her strength leave her. The feeling of Kale's lips on her own something she wanted for a long time. She was finally experiencing it. It was even better than she imagined. Tara found it hard to resist and gave in. With a final thought, she said in her head, I'm sorry, Shay. Tara kissed back with passion. She wanted, no, needed Kale to hold and kiss her. It was finally happening. The day her wish came true was ironically not a happy one, at least not fully. Guilt was eating away at her for what she was doing to her best friend. However, her personal emotions and lust were overriding it enough for her to not stop what she was doing. He moved to her neck and kissed it lovingly. She sensually rubbed his back as he did this. Making his way down to her breasts, she lifted her shirt. As he put his face into her cleavage, she reached around to unhook her brow. Once it fell to the floor, he took her right nipple into his mouth. He played with her left nipple while doing this, making her moan. She reached around to lift his shirt. This caused him to stop and help her take it off. Kale, I want you to make love to me. I will. Both began to take their clothes off and they were soon walking to the bedroom. Before they both entered her room, Tara assaulted Kale's lips. This caused him to slam his back against the door. He grabbed her ass and started to lift her. She hopped up and he carried her with his arms. His cock was now pressed against her clitoris. It was exciting for her to know it was very close to her opening. He carried her to her bed and landed both of them on it. They made out for a couple of minutes until he stopped. It was time. Oh Kale please be gentle. It's been a long time for me. Kale nodded as he held the base of his cock with his thumb and pointer. He aimed it and pressed the tip against her opening. Okay, Tara, I'm gonna put it in now. 
Tara began to pan heavily as if it was her first time again. Her last relationship was four years ago in high school. She felt the tip being pressed in with more force and it slid in. This made her gasp. The anticipation was over. She finally knew what it was like to have Kale enter her. Please, Kale, fuck me. Fuck me, Dash. She almost said. Fuck me in front of Jane. A scenario she had fantasized about for so long. It was finally happening except there was no Jane now. It was her best friend Shiano. As fucked up as it was, Tara was still getting off. The thought of taking Kale away and making him into an adulterer was a dark fantasy that she could never admit to anyone, even herself. This tore her apart inside, but it added more to her excitement. I'm gonna burn in hell for this was her only thought at that moment. I'm halfway through. W what? Tara had already felt so full with Kale's cock. How could he possibly have more? The thought of taking in more than she felt she could handle was turning her. His big cock and her tight little pussy. As he pressed in more of his members she moaned louder. She continued to beg. Stuff me more. This was more than enough encouragement for Kale as he was almost completely inside. It's in. It's in Tara. It's in. Tara grabbed Kale's face and pulled him in for a kiss. Both closed their eyes as time stood still for them. The only sounds they could hear were their heartbeats. Everything was perfect in that moment. The two were in the most intimate position, missionary with a loving kiss. This was the pinnacle of Tara's sex life, and the sex did not even start yet. Just being stuffed and having Kale's warm body touch her own while they kissed was already heaven. I'm gonna move now, okay? Okay. Tara could feel Kale begin to move. Feeling his cock leave her pussy was like having her favorite treat being taken away. Her pussy clung to his cock as if it begged for it not to go. It craved for it back. He re-entered to give her what she wanted. Being stuffed to the brim again was already bringing her to climax fast. The two looked into each other's eyes with much sentiment. Unlike the relationship he had with Shano, his relationship with Tara existed for a longer period of time. Knowing each other very well made the sex more intimate. Being flooded with emotion, Tara finally said, Kale, I love you. I, I love you too. Kale was unsure if that was the correct thing to say. His emotions were very conflicted. It felt like he was betraying Shiano. She said she did not mind other women, but did that mean she did not mind other love interests? What would this do to Shiano and Tara's friendship? Either way, he was too caught up in the moment to keep thinking about all this. The hot sex was what mattered right now. Her wet pussy clung to his cock and hugged it affectionately, just like Shiano's. They continued this for several minutes until he warned. Tara, I'm gonna come soon. Come inside me. I'm gonna come too. Come with me. Wrapping her arms around Kale's head, Tara moaned his name as he pumped away. His increase in speed caused her to come. He was not too far behind. Soon they were both climaxing with Tara moaning Kale's name desperately in his ear. It added to his pleasure while he came inside. Squirt after squirt, Tara could feel her insides being coated. She wanted more and did not want to give his comeback. By the time he was done, he rolled over and lied next to her. Both were panting heavy and it became apparent how sweaty they were. The bed was soaked underneath Tara's back and her pussy was spilling cum. They caught their breath and checked the time. Two hours had passed. Ah shit, I gotta go home. Kale sat up so he could get off the bed. She sat up and clung to him. Kale, I know it's selfish, but can you stay with me tonight? Tara. Tara felt extreme guilt after the thrill was gone. Betraying her best friend and she still wanted more. She was a horrible person. Kale held her hand and she loosened her hold. She let him get off the bed. It was the right thing to do. She had done enough damage already. Kale would probably be in trouble from Shiano now because of this. It was her fault, all her fault. She began to weep. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm terrible. Kale turned around to hold Tara in his arms. He comforted her and decided to take a big risk.
he asked. Tara, what if I were to tell you that Shay wanted to share me with you? What? Tara looked up to Kale in shock. He was feeling uneasy about what he just asked. Perhaps being less direct was the correct way of handling this. Whether that was true or not it was too late to take it back. Now all that was left was to hope this approach was the correct way to have Tara join him and Shay in a love triangle, one that would hopefully not end badly. Before he could say more, she cut him off saying angrily, Shay wants to share you with me? She, she values your friendship, but has feelings for me just like you. She doesn't want to lose me, but she doesn't want to lose you either. You fucking did this because you pitted me? No. I do have feelings for you too. Then why did you pick her instead of me? Suddenly, Shiano's voice came from behind Tara. She intervened. You gotta cut him some slack, Tara. Tara turned to see Shiano in her room with Kale. She had small horns on her head, wings, and a pointed tail. Her eyes widened the moment she saw her. She quickly covered herself up and exclaimed, Ah, Shay, we um this? Tara could not stay calm. Shiano decided it was best to control her so she could listen to her explain everything. She figured it was time for Tara to be let in on their secret. Kale watched as Shiano shared with her best friend that she was a devil. She went on about how she became Kale's loyal girlfriend and how they were able to get a record deal and nice recording studio so easily. Although it was a lot of information, Tara took it all in. She had no other choice. She was being controlled by her best friend to listen to her story. The last part of Shiano's explanation ended with a small lie to alleviate the situation, or at least Shiano hoped it would. So, he chose me because I cheated. I used my mind control technique to steal him. I'm sorry, Tara. It's my fault. I should have let him chose for himself. If you have to be mad at someone, then be mad at me. Don't be mad at Kale. I don't mind sharing him with you, but if you want, we can have him decide right here, right now. No magic. Shano took off her magical hold on Tara so she could now act on her own accord. She walked up to Shano and stopped right in front of her. Kale's eyes widened from what he saw next. Slap. You bitch. Shiano's expression was that of surprise. Tara wept as she continued. Get out of my place, both of you, get the fuck out. All three were quiet. Shiano put her hand on Tara's arm, but she shrugged it off and pushed her away yelling. Get away from me. More tears started to pour from her eyes. Please, please leave. Shiano was shocked to find a wet sensation on her cheek. She was crying. She was actually crying. How? Devils were not capable of compassion and caring. The only reason why her feelings for Kale existed was because of a contract. Kale took her by the hand and they both left without a word. Shiano was too focused on the tears she shed to think about controlling Tara's mind. Once they exited Tara's home she stopped holding in her tears and allowed herself to cry heavily. It was the first time Kale had seen her cry. He held her in his arms as she wept with her face in his chest. She put the blame on herself. Perhaps she should have let Kale continue to handle the conversation instead of stepping in. Their friendship. Their band. It was looking very grim. Chapter 10 Shiano woke up with Kale in bed. She thought about what had happened last night. The pain she caused her best friend. Her very first shedding of tears. Crying herself to sleep. With Kale still sleeping, she sat up in a fetal position. Depression was hitting her hard. It was an unexplainable pain. Living here in the human world made her so happy, but now it was making her so sad. It was like nothing she had ever experienced before. Perhaps this was why devils were not allowed to live within the same spectrum as humans. As she spent more time in the human world she became more. Human dotted then hit Shiano. She was becoming more emotional, more caring. Now she could see why it was so dangerous for a devil to live in the human world. She had always been raised to not care about others but that all changed with Kale. 
Staying here was making her lose her grip on the selfish attitude she was raised with. In a sense, it was like a human losing their humanity. However, she oddly did not mind. She was genuinely happy with Kale. He made her happy. The happiness she experienced with him, and even Tara was beyond an infinite amount compared to the happiness she had living in hell. Hey, how are you? Shanna looked over to see Kale with his eyes open. He smiled at her with concern in his eyes. I feel so hopeless, so sad. Yeah. Kale held her tightly in his arms, and it made things feel somewhat better. They continued on in the day. Today, they were supposed to record more songs. As they drove to the studio one last goodbye by Anathema was playing on the radio. The sad tone and lyrics were putting the two in an even more depressed state. Kale decided to change the station. The song from the next station started playing. It was someone doing a cover of Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. This was not helping one bit. He decided to turn off the radio, and it stayed a sad silent atmosphere within the car. The two finally made it to the studio. Although the band's first album was finished and ready to be heard by the world, it was hard to do any further recording without Tara. It was not only the lack of her presence, but the emotional state both were in. The two were not in the mood to record music. They sat there depressed and unable to be productive. It felt hopeless to do anything. Maybe we should just go home, honey. Kale stayed silent, but did not show any sign of leaving. He looked to his acoustic guitar resting on its guitar stand picking it up. He sat down and began to play. If he was in a sad mood, then why not make a sad song? Perhaps a ballad. Something sad. He strummed a D minor chord. The sad tone gave him an idea. His depression helped him to eventually compose a soft sad ballad in the key of D minor. Shiano eventually joined in with her guitar. By the end of the day they had created a beautiful piece of music. Every aspect of their emotions was captured within the song. The fact that it was an instrumental made it even more powerful. It did not need lyrics to convey its composer's emotions. After completing the new song they went home feeling better. It was time for dinner. There was a knock on the door while they were in the kitchen. Kale answered it. Hey. It was Tara. Before Kale could apologize, she ran up to him and embraced him. She was tearing up quietly as he hugged her. Shano peeked from the kitchen. Tara looked at her. This caused her to tremble in fear. The three sat down at the dining table to talk. Shano continued to apologize to Tara and she continued to apologize back. The two friends cried while hugging each other. Kale hugged both of them while feeling like crying himself. However, he restrained himself. Shay, I just felt so jealous and betrayed that you would steal him from me like that. I know and I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I acted too rashly. You were willing to share him and the truth is, I don't mind the thought of sharing him with you. It's weird. If I don't mind sharing then why even get mad? Kale was stunned to hear this. Once the two finished sharing their feelings with each other, they ended it with a promise never to fight over him again. He felt guilty knowing Shiano lied for him. The truth was he did choose Shiano over Tara, but he figured this was a situation where honesty really was not the best policy. He was so lost in thought that when he came to both girls had moved their chairs. They were both positioned next to him. Shiano to his right and Tara to his left. Go ahead, Tara. Please, you deserve to go first. Tara grabbed Kale by his head and moved in for a kiss. She closed her eyes as she gently caressed his face. Once they finished their tender kiss, Shano took hold of him. She moved in for a kiss. Both girls had a specific feel with their kisses. If Kale were to close his eyes and kiss either of them at random he could tell which one he was kissing. He could not describe the difference, but he could feel it. Both girls looked at him with a smile. He smiled back with sincerity. Soon, his smile turned to one of lust while imagining something any normal man would imagine. Shano knew right away and informed Tara. Geez, Tara he wants us to kiss each other. Tara's jaw dropped, and she turned a dark shade of red. 
kiss another woman? She did have a fantasy or two, but it was something she was too ashamed to admit to anyone. It was easy to see Shano was down for it. However, Kale responded immediately from seeing her worried expression. Uh, Shay, Tara doesn't have to. Don't try to force this on her. I'm not, I'm just Ash. Do you want me to kiss Shay? Uh, well, Tara, you don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with. Shayano reached for Kale's groin and could feel just how excited he was. He's hard. Tara looked under the table to see that Shayano spoke the truth. She gulped and gave it some thought. After a few seconds of thinking, she decided to try it. If it would make Kale happy then she was okay with it. What better person to do this with than her best friend? Shayano could tell from the look on her face that she was going to go through with it. Tara's eyes widened and her face turned a darker red as Shano moved her face in for a kiss. She watched as her best friend closed her eyes and puckered her lips. This was it. She was going to kiss her best friend-slash-love rival in front of the man they both loved. She put on a stern face and posture with her only thought being I'm not gay. I just, if Kale likes me too, then, Tara moved in for the kiss. She puckered her lips and closed her eyes. Her heart beat rapidly as she got closer. Kale watched with aroused anticipation. The two were less than one inch away. Knock. 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 Both girls opened their eyes. Tara moved away quickly and took a deep breath to calm herself. Shano had a look of disappointment. Kale got up to answer the door. Just who was it knocking so late at night? Jane? Hey babe. W what are you doing here? Can I come in? Kale felt that was a bad idea. This was extremely bad timing. Jane took his lack of response as a yes and entered. She bumped into him in a pushy manner. She began to explain it was a mistake leaving him. It was all an act and fortunately, Kale saw through it for the first time. She held her left hand up and said, Look, you see this? I never took off the ring you gave me. Jane continued on about how she always thought about him while she was with George. While Kale stood there listening to this Tara and Shano were sitting in the kitchen eavesdropping. Tara had had enough and stood up. Shano could see the anger on her face. She remembered specific events while dipping into Tara's memories. Jane felt threatened by Tara and drove a wedge between her and Kale. It deeply wounded their friendship. Jane was obviously a threat once again. They had to do something. She would be damned if she would let that bitch come back into Kale's life just to hurt him again. Tara, wait. I got an idea. Shano held out her hand and flames appeared on Tara. She gasped at the sudden appearance of fire on her, but she was too shocked to actually scream. Her anxiety quickly dropped when she felt no burning sensations. Suddenly, Tara was no longer in her regular clothes. She was now wearing sexy white lingerie. She looked to see Shano being engulfed in fire as well. The flames dissipated and she was now in sexy lingerie identical in every way to her own, except it was in black. Now here's the plan. Shano whispered into Tara's ear. She smiled at the idea and called her a genius. Over at the front door, Jane continued on about how Kale was the one for her. That he was the best lover she ever had both romantically and sexually. Although Kale did not show any signs of giving in to her pleas, she did notice he was not refusing her. Kale, come back to bed. We miss you already. Jane looked over Kale's shoulder to see their neighbor, Tara, in white lingerie that was more risque than the typical ones. Her jaw dropped, and it was priceless. It got even better the moment Shano joined in. Oh honey, what's taking you so long? Jane saw that same woman from earlier with that satanic-looking guitar. She was wearing risque black lingerie. Jane's face said it all. There was no way she could compete with them. They both had wonderful bodies that made her feel very average if not slightly below. Younger faces, bigger breasts, kavia hips. Kale, caught off guard from this, stayed quiet. Tara grabbed him and kissed his lips quickly. She cooed. Always the best. Shano grabbed his head. It was her turn now. I can't live without your kisses. 
There was nothing but defeat written all over Jane's face. Both girls stayed in character while smiling inside their heads. Cale did not notice how red he was at that moment. He had to admit, he liked that Jane saw this. It was revenge for when she made him feel mistreated, underappreciated, and just plain unwanted. Getting desperate, Jane got to her knees and begged. Please, Cale. Please, I want you back. Please give me another chance. The sad puppy dog expression put a heavy weight on his heart. However, his two new girlfriends rubbed his arms. He looked to them giving him the same pleading look. Time had already passed, and it was easy to see which choice was worth choosing. He was no longer the wimp Jane could easily manipulate. The strong feelings he once had for Jane were barely there. It was just dead residue close to being completely gone. Jane, what we had together was special. She smiled at that statement. However, you hurt me real bad and betrayed my trust numerous times. I'm sorry, but I can't be with you. Jane tilted her head downward in shock. Kale was actually rejecting her. She got up while still looking to the ground. She did not look to Shayano or Tara, not wanting to give them the satisfaction. She stood in front of Kale for a while in hopes that it would change his mind somehow. Shayano walked up to her and put her hands on her face. She snapped. Ah, uh, what the fuck? Shayano saw everything immediately. Her boyfriend George, the cheating, the lying, the mistreatment, everything. She saw George going broke. He made an unwise investment and lost most of his money. Jane was trying to use Kale as support to lean back on. It would only be a matter of time before she hurts him again. Just as she and Tara thought, it was all an appalling attempt to use and abuse Kale once more. She was going to throw him away like a gum wrap once she found another George. Get off me, bitch! Jane pushed Shano away. Shano quickly waved her hand and said, You will forget that I touched your face. I will forget that you touched my face. After Jane said this, her hypnotized expression returned back to the sad one she had prior to Shano touching her. Tara was amazed. Kale stayed quiet figuring it was wise to do so. Jane went out the door and Shano followed. She peeked her head out the door while keeping her body inside. This was to ensure Kale and Tara would not see what she was doing. As Jane walked away Shano cheekily said, Have a good night. Jane turned around and gave her a bitter look. Before she could say anything Shano waved her hand and whispered a command. Chapter 11 Shano closed the door and Tara's mouth was open in amazement. What was that? That was the mind control power I told you about yesterday. That was awesome. Shiano smiled at Tara's comment. She looked to Kale and changed to a neutral expression saying, Oh Kale, our poor baby's so soft. Tara and Kale himself looked down to his groin to see he was nowhere near erect. She grabbed Tara and said, I know how to fix that. The three walked to the bedroom. As Kale and Tara entered the room Shiano looked over her shoulder to see Jane entering the house in a trance. She locked the front door and headed for the kitchen quietly. The big smile on Shiano's face made it obvious she had punishment planned for her. Fortunately, her lover and best friend did not notice Jane. She made her way into the bedroom to find Tara sitting next to Kale on his bed. She sat on Tara's other side and asked her best friend. So? You still curious about how it's like to kiss another woman? Tara turned red again. It did not help she was wearing sexy lingerie. She was going to die of embarrassment. Shiano gently held her head and moved in for a kiss. She stopped before their lips touched and said, For Kale, for me, for you. Tara took a deep breath and could feel Kale take hold of her hand. He could feel how sweaty her palm was. You don't have to do anything, Tara. I'm ready for a kiss, but I'm not gonna move any further. It's all on you now. You complete it. Shiano added. Tara squeezed Kale's hand and closed her eyes. She moved forward and felt Shiano's lips touch her own. Her very first kiss with another woman. The feeling on her lips had a much gentler feel to it. 
It was not the same kiss she had with Kale. This was a lot more mild and frail in some sense. Her pussy moistened. She liked it. Her best friend caressed her face tenderly as she kissed back. Kale could feel his jeans getting tighter. His two lovers kissing each other was a magnificent sight to behold. He whipped out his cock and began to stroke it slowly. Shayano rubbed Tara's arm sensually with her left hand and used her right to squeeze her breasts. She gently, but firmly, pushed her back so she could lie on the bed. When the two finally broke their kiss Shayano turned to Kale and signaled for him to lie next to Tara. He did as he was told. Now it was Kale's turn to kiss Tara. Their lips touched, and she moved her hand to his face to caress it. While they did this Shayano kissed Tara's neck. Kale and Tara had their eyes closed so Shano decided now would be a good time to make Tara's lingerie disappear into fire so it was easier to pleasure her. She made her way down to her chest next. Small kisses being planted on each breast soon turned to wet licks on each nipple. Tara started to breath heavier the moment Kale took her right nipple and Shano took her left. After a few licks and sucking, Kale released Tara's nipple to move back up for a kiss. The two made out while Shano still remained on Tara's breasts. The two broke their kiss to watch as Shano moved her lips down from Tara's chest to her gut. She planted very small, but sensual kisses around her belly button. The heat from Shiano's breath on her gut, and Kale's breath on her neck was driving her crazy. Now Shiano's lips moved further down. Tara was about to experience lesbian cunnilingus for the first time. She was so nervous she did not notice how close she was to hyperventilating. Kale quickly held her in his arms so they could watch together, as Shiano feasted on her tender pussy. Shiano inhaled Tara's delicious scent. She stuck out her tongue and began to lick. Tara gasped immediately. She felt embarrassed knowing Kale was watching her enjoy such a taboo action. Never in her life would she have guessed she would be getting head from another girl, her best friend of all people. Shiano's tongue was like nothing she ever experienced before. It was almost like a vibrator, but better. Shiano used her devilish skill to move her tongue at a speed humans were not capable of. This made Tara want to come soon. Kale kissed her neck and panted hot air on her ear whispering. Tara, so naughty. Having another girl lick your pussy? Come for me, you dirty girl. Tara grabbed Kale's closest hand and released. Those words and the stimulation from Shiano's tongue were too much. The combination of Kale's warm body holding her and the wonderful feeling of her orgasm was indescribable. After a few seconds, Tara's orgasm was over and slowly moving down from its peak. Kale kissed her and said, You did great. You taste great. Shiano added, Thanks. Shiano's compliment made Tara feel a little embarrassed. As the room became quiet, she decided to reach for Kale's cock. She needed to feel a little more straight after getting licked to orgasm by Shiano. While kissing him, she stroked his cock. However, Shiano went back to licking her pussy. Tara decided to just go with it. Any fears about being gay went out the window. She decided to use her other hand to pet Shiano's hair. Kale, put your cock in my mouth. Kale got up to kneel on the bed. Tara opened up and took in as much as she could. He watched her beautiful lips wrap around him. The initial sensation of warmth and wetness was heaven for him. To add to his pleasure, Tara used her tongue to massage the tip while he was inside. He enjoyed the sight of her beautiful hazel eyes looking back at him. She looked up to him lovingly, making sure she kept eye contact the whole time. Tara was enjoying how naughty it was having her mouth stuffed while getting her pussy licked. After some time of getting comfortable with Kale's invading cock, she took more of it inside. There were some tears as it made its way down her throat. At the same time, Shano added two fingers. They went in and out of Tara's pussy at an inhuman rate. Only a machine could fuck her pussy that fast. It was too much for Tara and her second orgasm was quickly approaching. She put both her hands on Kale's lower back and clung to him. As her climax started she forced Kale's body forward, causing his cock to go deeper down her throat. This caught Kale off guard and he warned her. 
Tara, slow down, I'm gonna come if you keep doing that. Tara continued to force Kale's cock inside, and he could not hold on any longer. He began to ejaculate. His cock was so deep inside her throat she did not have to try swallowing. Once he finished he pulled out. Shiano stopped fingering Tara and knelt up with Kale. They both saw the look of complete bliss on Tara's face. This was the perfect way to end the night, except there was one problem. It's not over yet, Tara. Don't go sleeping on us now. What? Shiano smiled at Kale, getting an idea. She lifted Tara's legs, scaring her briefly. Kale grabbed her legs to keep them in the air. Shiano used her fingers to spread Tara's butt cheeks. Her asshole was now exposed to her. Tara was feeling very nervous about what was going to happen next. Shiano stuck out her tongue and began to lick at Tara's sensitive pink-brown hole. It immediately clenched at the moment of contact. S.H. Shay. What are you doing? That's my asshole you're licking. I know. No, please, it's dirty. Don't lick it. Tara tried to stop Shiano, but Kale held her firmly so she could do nothing. He closed her legs so he could use one arm to hold them. His free hand moved to her groin. In hopes of calming her down, he reached in between her legs to find her clitoris. Tara gasped the moment Kale's fingers found her little nub. She would fantasize about Kale licking her asshole from time to time, but it turned out to be her best friend who would be the first to rim her. She was embarrassed by the fact that she was not fresh out of the shower. The mixture of Shiano's tongue on her back door and the clitoral stimulation from Kale soon made her give in to lust. Kale's cock was already fully erect again. Watching one of his girls rimming the other was getting him hot. There was nothing he desired more than to replace Shiano's tongue with his own. As if she read his mind, she pulled her tongue out and asked him if he wanted to have a go. He immediately answered with a, Yes. Putting Tara's legs down, Kale switched places with Shiano. She lifted Tara's legs and he spread her butt cheeks. Her enticing asshole looked very cute. Now Tara was feeling more embarrassed. It was worse now that it was the man she loved looking at her most intimate place. He was about to stick his tongue where no one has ever been before, with the exception of Shiano just a few seconds ago. He took in her natural feminine scent. It was a mixture of pussy, ass, and a hint of sweat. Oh Kale, please don't sniff. I love your smell, Tara. There's nothing to be ashamed of, it turns me on. Although she was still embarrassed by her situation, Tara found Kale's words to be flattering and arousing. Before she could speak again Shiano moved in for a kiss. She shoved her tongue down her throat, giving her the taste of her ass. As Shiano tongued her mouth, Kale began to tongue her ass. Shiano used one arm to hold Tara's legs up while using her other hand to rub at her clitoris with superhuman speed. The moment Tara felt Shiano withdraw her tongue from her mouth, she exclaimed, Oh yes! Yes! Kale, lick my dirty asshole! Tara's moans were cut short when Shiano shoved her tongue back in her mouth. At the same time, Kale forced his tongue in, entering Tara's asshole. This took her by surprise. She did not expect him to actually insert his tongue, just lick around the rim. She tried to beg Kale to stop, but Shiano made it impossible to verbally protest due to her invading tongue. The wiggling of Kale's tongue inside her ass made her feel very dirty. She enjoyed the feeling of how much he was trying to force his way in. Being robbed of her freedom to object was adding to her turn on. The double teaming from the tongues got harder to resist by every second. Fuck it. I'm gonna come Tara wrapped her arms around Shiano and released what tension was left, which made her asshole relax. Once this happened, she felt Kale's tongue make its way even deeper inside. That was all she needed. She closed her eyes and enjoyed the feeling of Kale's tongue while keeping in mind how dirty it was. Shiano rubbed at Tara's clitoris the fastest she could while she climaxed. Tara let out a soft sigh once her orgasm declined from its peak. The moment her orgasm subsided Shiano removed her fingers. Both girls opened their eyes and looked into each other's eyes with much affection. It was their bond of friendship with a hint of something a bit more. 
Kale pulled his tongue out of Tara's ass the moment he saw the two cease their makeout session. Shiano put Tara's legs down. That was incredible. Tara sighed. I hope your first girl-on-girl -girl experience was okay. You kidding me? I think I want to have threesomes every day from now on. Shiano smiled, happy of Tara's approval. Her efforts were not in vain. However, what she did not realize was the monster she created. Everything was peaceful until Tara forced Shiano onto her back. She shoved her tongue in her mouth and said, I want more. Although Shiano was not expecting this, she could not help but give her best friend what she wanted. She put her fingers to her pussy and used them to spread her lips. Kale could see just how soaked Shiano was. Tara quickly climbed on top into a 69 position. She immediately began to lick Shiano's swollen clitoris. While she did this, Shiano gave Tara's clitoris the same treatment. Kale joined in right away. He spread Shiano's butt cheeks to be greeted by her tight little asshole. All right, Shay, now it's your turn. Oh, yes, please. Both of you lick my filthy holes. Kale began to lick at Shiano's pink asshole while Tara worked her clitoris. Both took in her aroused scent while enjoying her taste. The secretions from Shiano's excitement had leaked down to her asshole which added to the delicious flavor in Kale's mouth. Shiano licked at Tara's clitoris while rubbing her fingers at the entrance of her pussy. She shoved two fingers in and moved them at a fast rate. Tara moaned loud, but quickly recomposed herself so she could continue to focus on Shiano's pleasure. She made her come three times, and she would be damned if she could not make her best friend come even once. After a few minutes of licking, Shiano yelled, Oh Kale, I need you inside me. Kale needed no further encouragement. He quickly aimed his cock at Shiano's pussy. Tara moved away to not get in the way, causing her to go into a face-sitting position on Shiano. Tara watched him enter her with excitement. The moment he was in, she moved in for a kiss. He made out with her as he fucked Shiano's pussy. On the bottom, Shiano continued to lick Tara. Tara could feel Shiano getting a little rougher on her pussy, so she grabbed onto Kale. They could feel just how sweaty they were. Both closed their eyes and enjoyed probing each other's mouths. Tara had once fantasized about being in a threesome while in this position, but she never thought it would come true. As for Kale, he always fantasized about this. The three continued this until Kale said, I'm gonna come soon. Both girls informed him they were close as well. Kale sped up with that fact fueling him. He fucked Shiano harder and faster while giving Tara's mouth a deeper probe with his tongue. The three could all feel themselves getting closer by the second. Right before they all climaxed, Shiano wet her pointer and stuck it in Tara's ass. She moaned loudly into Kale's mouth and clung to him. While fingering Tara's holes and eating her pussy, Shiano moved the tip of her tail to her own asshole. She shoved it in and moved it around. This not only added to her pleasure, but Kale's as well. The wiggling of her tail inside her ass could be felt by the bottom of his head. It rubbed the sensitive spot and he began to shoot his cum inside her pussy. This set off Shano and Tara soon followed. The three came together while still in a perfect triangle. Tara dug her nails into Kale's shoulders as her pussy and asshole clenched on Shiano's fingers. The three finished and Tara got off to lie next to Shiano. Kale got on top of Tara and entered her. They fucked with Shiano on the side watching them. She decided now was a good time to visit Jane. While the two fucked, Shiano quickly left the bedroom and made her way into the kitchen. She let Tara and Kale know she was going to get everyone something to drink. Throughout the whole time of the threesome, Jane was sitting on one of the stools, still in a hypnotic trance. This put a smile on Shiano's face as she went into the fridge to find something for Jane to eat. She found a burrito inside and threw it to Jane's face. It did not seem to faze her when she just got hit in the face with a burrito. Shiano commanded her. Well go ahead bitch eat. Jane followed her command. She picked the burrito and ate it. Shiano smiled deviously as she said. I need to keep you alive and healthy for Tara and I to pay you back for threatening what we have with Kale. 
Chapter 12 A couple of days after their first threesome, the trio were on their way to do their very first performance on stage. They had put many hours into practice and were confident they would win. After parking the car, the three made their way in without a problem. Drinks were being served on the side with a giant crowd in the center of the area. It was easy to see this place was a dance floor. Just for tonight though, it would be used for the audience while they head-banged and motioned. Getting a couple of drinks for his ladies, Kale walked over to the bar. There were four men in front of him who just got their drinks. He was up next. As the four turned around, they all looked to him in surprise. It was his former bandmates, and their new guitarist. His ex-friend Terry, the band's frontman, greeted him with an unfriendly tone. Kale. Terry. You've come to watch us rock out and win this? No, I entered the competition. I have my new band here with me. Oh, you never met our new guitarist. This is Kirk. Kirk greeted Kale politely, appearing to fear any confrontation. Kale greeted him politely back, giving him back the respect he gave. However, Terry still remained hostile in attitude. The rest were very neutral about the situation. So, you have a band? Where are they? As if listening from afar, Shano and Tara walked up behind Kale to ask about their drinks. Kale's former friends looked to his two ladies and wondered what relationship he had with them. He introduced his girls and Terry snickered. You're jamming with chicks? Why am I not surprised? Terry was obviously throwing a low blow of an insult to Kale's sexual orientation. This made him angry. Before he could say anything, Terry turned away and said, Come on guys, let's go kill time with people who are actually worth our time. Kale could not see it, but his face was red with anger. He clenched his fists as he watched Terry walking away. Shiana looked to Kale with concern. She called to him. Kale? What a fucking dick. Tara said bitterly. Tara met Terry a couple of times. He never really struck her as the friendly type. Now that she saw just how much of an asshole he was, she was more determined to win this competition. Shiano hugged Kale in hopes of cooling him down. It helped a bit, but beating his former band would be the cure for his current condition. The night went on with several bands going on stage first. Kale was last with Terry's band before him. There was hardly any response from the crowd. A few bands would get some jumping around and a couple of people moshing, but nothing more. When Terry's band was up, he greeted the crowd enthusiastically and was given a very positive response. Once everyone on his band was ready to rock they started heavy right off the bat. About halfway into their first song, people were motioning violently. There was a medium-sized circle pit forming. The crowd was alive with Terry's band performing. After a few songs, they finished with the crowd cheering louder than before. Terry's band had just set the bar high. It was now time for Kale and his girls to get up on stage. He was determined to win this no matter what. He greeted the crowd who gave him half the enthusiasm they gave Terry. Already, Terry was laughing at Kale from afar. Kale did not let this stop him. He plucked a couple of notes on his electric to make sure everything sounded in order. It was good. He started off playing Eruption by Van Halen. Everyone cheered seconds after he started jamming it. After he finished the song he quickly switched to an original composition he made. It was in key with the Van Halen song, so its transition was smooth. Although Kale and his girls did not have a singer, they were getting people to headbang, jump, and mosh. By the time his band reached their last song, people were motioning around worse than a hurricane on a weather report. By every minute, Terry's anxiety increased. After Kale and his girls finished their last song, people screamed and cheered. They were going wild, more so than when Terry was up on stage. As he, Shano, and Tara started to dismantle everything the crowd yelled for them not to stop. They shouted for an encore. The shouts were enough to make him do one more song. This time, they would do a classic Calbas from Hell by Pantera. Starting off with the one guitar, everyone waited in anticipation. The moment the drums joined in everyone mosh with whatever strength they still had. 
the heavy jam being performed made everyone mosh rougher than they ever did this night. With no singer, they did the whole song instrumentally. This did not stop the crowd and even the judges from enjoying the music. Everyone cheered again the moment the song was finished. It was now time for the judges to decide who won this battle. After some suspenseful moments, it was revealed Kale was the victor. It was a unanimous decision. Terry's shocked expression was priceless. Kale enjoyed the look of defeat on his former friend and rival. The look of happiness on his face made Shiano and Tara happy. They hated to see him so upset. Everything was back in order again. After everything cleared down, he and his two ladies walked back out to where they parked their car. Having bigger things to do, they could not stay and chat with everyone. While walking to their car, they stopped to see Terry and his band. He still looked upset that he lost, but he congratulated Kale nonetheless. He reluctantly offered Kale a position back in the band. If this was before he met Shano, then he would have jumped at the opportunity. However, now he knew he had something far better than to have a dictator for a frontman. With a smile, he responded to Terry's offer. Thanks, but no thanks. I'd rather spend my time with people who are worth my time. Yeah, so fuck off. Tara added. Tara grabbed Kale by his face and kissed him in front of his former friends. Shano came up from behind him to grab his face from the other side. She gave him a kiss just as passionate as Tara's. Both girls clung to his arms while he walked to his car. Every single member of Terry's band, including Terry himself, was stunned. Kale was no longer the wimp they once knew. Kirk said exactly what everyone was thinking. Dude, that guy's the man. Driving back home, Kale noticed Tara smiling at him with lust in her eyes. She moved her hand to his thigh and rubbed sensually. He glanced down and then returned his eyes to the road. Tara? What are you doing? He asked playfully. Oh, nothing. Tara moved her hand to Kale's groin and gave it a playful squeeze. He was starting to harden, and she began to undo his pants. He did not object. He only kept his eyes on the road and stayed quiet. Shiano was in the back of the car getting horny from Tara's frisky display. Once she successfully got his cock out, Tara went down and sucked on it. Kale took one hand off the steering wheel to pet Tara as she gave him a blowjob. She deep-throated, making him moan loud.beep. Fuck! Kale swerved a bit too close to the opposite lane. He quickly went off the road onto the grass. He did not want to lose his focus while driving. Tara pulled her head up to see where they were. Kale had parked the car right off the road of the highway. Cars were passing by at 50 miles per hour or so. He told Shiano to move over and Tara to get in the back with him. He and Tara got out of the car and opened the back doors. They jumped in with Shiano in the middle. She quickly got up to switch places with Kale. He sat down and removed his pants and underwear. Shiano had her clothes burn off and Tara quickly stripped. Shiano assaulted his neck while Tara went for his cock again. Shiano panted into Kale's ear, giving it sensual heat. Tara pulled his cock out her mouth to lick his cheek. Shiano went down to blow him next. Tara gave him a kiss and he moved his kisses to her chest. Playing with her breasts, she let him take one nipple in his mouth. She moved the other up so she could take it in her mouth. Shiano played with Kale's testicles while sucking his cock. Kale moved his free hand down to Tara's pussy. He stuck a finger in to feel just how wet she was. She pulled it out to bring it to her mouth. She took his finger in to taste herself. Before swallowing it, she moved to his face and stuck her tongue in his mouth. They enjoyed the taste of her pussy together. After swapping spit and her pussy juice, Tara exclaimed, Kale baby, fuck me now! Initially, Tara imagined sex with Kale after a concert, but now it was going to be a threesome. She would have to share him with her best friend. Not that she would mind. She really did enjoy having Shiano to have a threesome. Shiano let her climb up first, knowing about her fantasy of sex after performing on stage. Kale now had Tara facing him, looking him in the eyes. He kissed her passionately while Shiano went for one of her nipples. 
he broke the kiss to warn Tara. You know, people might see us while passing by. I want them to see. Kale smiled at Tara's response, liking it. None of the three cared if people saw. In fact, it made it more thrilling. Tara rode Kale while holding onto his shoulders. Shano kissed him while guiding his hand to her pussy. He fingered Shiano's wet lips while fucking Tara's. He noticed Shiano reaching for Tara's breast so everyone was stimulating each other. It was a completely mutual threesome. After some riding Tara climaxed on Kale's cock. She got off to give Shiano a turn. It was only fair. Before she got on Kale demanded. I want you to fucking taste this. Shiano smiled and went down on Kale. Tara touched herself while watching her best friend suck her come off her lover's cock. It was hot to watch her man be so dominant. While getting his cock sucked he put his hand at the back of Shiano's head and forced her down. His cock made its way down her throat. She gagged and drooled all over the car seat, but none of them cared. The moment she pulled his cock out of her mouth drool came out and got on his abdomen. Oops, I'm sorry. Shiano put her face to Kale's gut and licked up her drool, giving him a tickling sensation. She swallowed it proudly. Climbing on top and sinking down, it went in easily. She decided to imitate Tara and put her hands on his shoulders. Her clitoris was experiencing strong stimulation as she grinded his cock hard. Eventually, Tara got behind her and groped her breasts. Kale put on a wicked smile and suggested, Why don't you lick Shay's tail? She likes that. Kale! Tara quickly grabbed Shiano's tail and licked the tip like it was Kale's cock. Shiano squealed and her eyes widened, not expecting it. Both Kale and Tara found this to be adorable. The stimulation of her tail enhanced her pleasure, and she was approaching orgasm fast. Tara gave the tail a few more licks and then put the whole end in her mouth to suck on it. Shano gasped and came on Kale's cock. This was a new sensation. It was like getting her fingers sucked inside a warm mouth for the first time. Her pussy contracted on Kale's cock more violently due to the strong orgasm. He was only seconds away from coming inside. Knock. 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 The three looked to the car window to see a cop. They were so caught up in the sex they did not even notice him parking and walking over. The three froze with the cop staring at them in disbelief. Everyone was unsure of what to do now and so was the cop. Eventually, Kale rolled down the window. Is is there a problem, officer? I uh, thought you were a drunk pulled over, but now I see what's going on here. You know, I can arrest you for public indecency. So many teenagers do that, but instead of finding a teenage couple, I find a man with two girls. All three had a worried look on their faces. Tara and Shiano clung to Kale, trying to cover themselves up as best as they could. Kale and Tara were scared of being arrested. Shiano was ready to wipe the cop's memory. The officer continued, You fucking pimp! You're banging two girls instead of one. You know, just for that I'm gonna let you guys go. I'm gonna pretend I never saw this. Carry on, but do hurry. If it were any of my co-workers that found you they may not be as cool with this. Thank you, officer! Kale exclaimed in appreciation. You're the man. I won't spoil your fun. Take care. The cop walked away and drove off. Shiano was close to waving her hand and telling the cop to forget everything, but it all worked out. Kale and Tara were still incredulous to the fact that a cop caught them and let them go. To get everyone back in the mood, Shiano squeezed Kale's cock with her pussy, making him moan. Everyone quickly resumed with Shiano riding Kale and Tara sucking her tail. He came inside after a few minutes. Tara pulled Shiano's tail out of her mouth to tell Kale. Okay, now it's your turn. Um, sorry Tara, I dash. You came inside, didn't you? Tara frowned, disappointed to not get any of Kale's seed. Shiano smiled, feeling the warm liquid inside her. She joked with her friend that she could always eat Kale's come out of her pussy. Tara gave an expression equivalent to a light bulb appearing on top of her head. It was very dirty to think about eating a cream pie out of her best friend, 
but that very notion sounded so kinky and appealing. Also, she was sure Kale would enjoy watching. She quickly said, Shay, I'm sorry. Huh? Sorry for what? Tara pushed Shano off Kale and went straight for her cum-filled pussy. She spread her lips and could see the cum already spilling out. Her tongue moved in to lick away. Shano moaned. Oh yes. Yes. Fucking eat that cum out of my pussy. Kale watched one of the hottest things he had ever seen. His cum was being scooped out of Shiano's pussy with Tara's tongue. The moment it went in her mouth she gladly swallowed it. His white filling was soon gone, greedily eaten up by Tara. He was so hypnotized by this hot display he did not notice his cock had become erect again. Both girls looked to him and rolled their eyes. They sighed in unison. Oh, Kale. Chapter 13 A week had passed since Kale, Tara, and Shiano had their victory over his old band. Their first album was a success that resulted in numerous phone calls. Offers were being given left and right. More importantly, the tension between them no longer existed. This helped to lower the excess stress in their lives. With the millions of dollars that came pouring in, the three decided getting a house of their own would be best. However, before moving out and hauling everything, Shiano decided today would be the perfect day to punish Jane. For the whole week, Shiano had been feeding Jane in secret. She had this woman bathe and take care of other needs while everyone was out of the house. She also had her park her car somewhere else so it was hidden and Kale would not get suspicious. Now, Jane was inside Kale's closet without him knowing. Shiano installed a one-way mirror on his closet door so Jane could watch what they were doing to her ex-fiancé. She told Tara a couple of days prior to this. Her best friend was more than willing to help keep her secret safe. They knew Kale would most likely not approve. To be safe, they kept him unaware. As the three ready for a threesome, Jane continued to struggle free. It was no use. The bindings were well done. The two girls tied her to a chair with a G-spot stimulator inside her pussy. Her mouth was gagged, making it impossible for her to be heard as she cried out. Shanna looked at her naked body in the mirror. She cupped her breasts, making Kale think she was checking out her body when in fact, she was humiliating Jane for her breast size. Tara joined in with both of them smiling at their reflection. Jane knew those smiles were for her, and she struggled to free herself again. Kale soon stepped into the mirror with the two and said, I still don't get why you installed a mirror. It would have been cheaper to do it after we find a place. Kale could see both his girls still cupping their breasts. You both really want to watch us in the mirror, huh? It'll be fun, honey. Kale smiled at Shiano's sense of kink. He hugged her from behind and began to kiss her neck. Tara embraced him from the side and gave his cheek a kiss. He quickly turned to kiss Tara's lips. Shiano turned around to join in on their makeout session. While she let her tongue touch Kale's and Tara's, she pointed her ass to the mirror for Jane to see how much better it was than hers. While struggling free, Jane noticed just how wet she was. She was in disbelief as she thought, No. I can't be getting off to this. Jane watched the two prettier seductresses take her ex-fiancé before her. His sexy body that she never truly appreciated was getting the worship it deserved, the worship she never gave it. Both girls told him to watch the mirror as they got to their knees. It was Tara who took his cock in her mouth first. Shano sucked his testicles. As Tara deep-throated, Shano used her tongue to gently massage his testicles. Jane looked at Kale's face to see him enjoying his blowjob. He looked into the mirror in such a way that his eyes were meeting hers. That sent chills through her body. Her pussy was getting hotter, wetting the chair beneath her. Jane closed her eyes and whined. She was humiliated by the fact that she was actually getting turned on from this. Her body was craving Kale's touch, but she was not going to get it. Instead, it was going to be the two bitches before her that would have him. Her body needed sex. It had been a whole week since she last had any sexual stimulation. She closed her eyes in shame and did her best to ignore how wet her pussy was. 
Honey, I'd say it's time you fucked Tara differently tonight. Differently? Hey Tara, do me a favor and make out with Kale for me. Uh, okay. No problem. Tara turned around to kiss Kale. Shiano put on an evil grin now that Tara turned her back to her. Without warning, she knelt behind Tara and grabbed her butt cheeks. She spread them as wide as she could and began to lick her asshole. Tara tried to speak, but Kale held her tightly with his tongue still in her mouth. She quickly gave up and continued to get tongued on both ends. At this time, Jane watched in horror. A woman rimming another woman? Rimming was dirty, it was a disgusting act, and yet her pussy still leaked. While sticking her tongue in Tara's asshole, Shiano reached around to play with Tara's clitoris. Watching this hot scene made Jane want to join in. She was so driven by primal animalistic lust that it overcame any feelings of anger and jealousy. She could no longer look away. She saw Shano shove a finger in Tara's ass. Kale lifted her up and held her by her cheeks. This made it easy for Shiano to work her finger in and out. He penetrated Tara's front, making her cry out. Jane wanted nothing more than what Tara had inside. Images of herself riding Kale like that were flashing in her head. Kale broke his kiss with Tara and said, Let's take this to the bed. Tara nodded and Shiano ended the makeout session with her asshole. Kale and Tara walked over to the bed while Shiano turned to the mirror. She gave Jane an evil grin and waved her hand. Jane could not tell what the woman in front of her was mumbling, but she knew it could only mean something bad for her. Unexpectedly, she started moving her hips. Her body was acting on its own. She shook her head as if the smiling woman in front of the mirror would stop for her please. Shanna walked away from the mirror and joined the two on the bed. Jane tried desperately to fight her body's movement, but it was no use. It ground the chair slowly as she watched her ex-lover take these younger, prettier women on the bed. Kale, do you miss Jane? Tara asked curiously. No, what we had is over. I have you two now and you both make me happy. Do we please you better than her? Shano asked. A billion times better than her. How so? Why are you bringing her up? We're just curious. Jane's humiliation was increasing by the second. The man she once thought she had in her grasp was moving on with women that were really pretty, as much as she hated to admit it. Their bodies were more fit and youthful, especially that devil with the black hair. She watched as Tara climbed on top of Kale and began to grind his cock in a reverse cowgirl position. Jane wanted to stop grinding the chair, but again was unable to. After several minutes of failed attempts to stop her body, she gave in and let her body do the talking. Her G-spot was stimulated while she got a free show in front of her. As she did so, both girls kept asking Kale about how they were better than her. As Tara rode his cock he answered, Well, you give better head than her. She couldn't deep throat to save her life. Tara clenched her vaginal muscles. Ah, uh, yeah, and your pussies are a lot tighter, too. They feel really good. Shiano pressed her breasts against Kale's face and he answered. And I love your boobs. They're way bigger. I love playing with them. They're better to play with. Her boobs are too small, huh? Air, yeah? Kale did not want to sound mean, but it was not like Jane was going to hear any of this. Little did he know, she was shamefully getting herself off to his words in the closet. Jane wanted to kick herself so bad for actually approaching an orgasm. She was so disgusted by the fact that her pussy craved stimulation during a time of hearing such humiliating words. After continued pestering, Kale started getting more harsh with his words. Yeah, and her pussy doesn't smell as good as you too. She never lets me have her ass, which really isn't that great compared to yours. You too will always satisfy me better than she ever could. With those last words, Tara came on top of Kale while Jane did so quietly in the closet. Tara got off so Shano could have a turn. She requested that they have sex in front of the mirror. Tara was mad at herself for getting so lost in the heat of passion that she forgot about humiliating Jane with a good view, the whole point of why Shano got the mirror installed. Shano faced the mirror while bending over to point her ass at Kale. 
she grabbed both butt cheeks and spread them wide. Her asshole was exposed to the two, making it very enticing. Why don't you stick it in here, honey? Something pathetic little Jane could never do for you. Jane watched Kale and Tara walk towards the woman who was stealing him away. Before he got behind her she waved her hand to the mirror as discreetly as possible. Again, Jane's body acted on its own. She started grinding the chair even faster. She tried to beg for Shiano to stop, but her screams were muffled by her gag. Her insides were already extremely sensitive. It was too much stimulation, she squirmed from how intense the stimulation was. No matter how much she tried to break free of her bindings she failed to do so. There was no other choice than to endure. Tara took Kale's cock in her mouth to lube it good. Once she felt enough was applied, she turned to Shiano's ass and spat on it. It was a direct hit to her asshole. Shiano looked at Kale through the mirror with a lustful grin. The suspense was adding to Jane's sexual thrill. Kale looked at Shiano's wet asshole. He wanted her ass. He began to press at it without any thoughts of preparation. Shiano did not care either. She could not wait for any anal stretching. She needed his cock to fill her rectum, and she needed it now. Kale and Tara watched the tip of his cock being given initial resistance. With a small addition of force, the tip went in. Shiano moaned at the feeling of her asshole opening up. She was finally taking the man she loved in her tightest hole. Oh Kale, your cock's so big and hard. Shiano said this in order to rub it in Jane's face. Jane was jealous, yes, but she was also getting horny from it. The words big and hard were turning her on. She remembered those many nights she would take Kale's cock in her pussy. It was true that that monster was big and hard. She wished that this G-spot stimulator in her pussy would be pulled out already. Jane knew she needed the real thing. The thing in front of her that these girls were getting. Shano continued. Oh yes. Your cock makes me feel so good. It's stuffing so much. Jane whined at those words. She wanted Kale's cock. She would do anything to undo what she did to him. It was true that she took the guy for granted, both him and his cock. Again, she desperately tried to break free from her bindings. It no longer mattered that his cock was inside two other women just now. She needed to have it inside, even if she had to beg. Tell me I'm better than Jane. Shiano clenched her asshole on Kale's cock. You're better. You're better. Tara grabbed Kale's head and forced her tongue into his mouth. She asked. Me too? You're both better than her. Much better. Jane was reaching her next climax as she heard Shiano beg for Kale's cum. As he neared ejaculation, Shiano put her hands on the closet door. Jane knew Shiano was showing off her big bouncing breasts. This bitch was adding insult. She had the perfect size and shape and was having Kale's cock. Oh, Kale. It's filling me up. I can feel your warm cum in my ass. Jane closed her eyes and let her body do the rest. There was nothing she could do but shamefully come from the display before her. The moment Kale popped his cock out cum leaked out. Shiano clenched her asshole to not allow any further leakage. She turned around to kiss Kale, showing gratitude for giving her his seed. Tara joined in so they all had each other's tongues touching. Both girls moved Kale to the bed so he could lie on his back. They both cuddled up with him until he was fast asleep. The moment Kale lost consciousness Shiano waved her hand to him saying, Sleep honey. Don't let any noise we make wake you. Shiano got off the bed. Tara quickly followed her best friend. The two girls walked towards the closet. They just remembered they still had Jane in there. Shiano turned around and gave Tara a smile. They opened the door to find Jane still grinding the chair. Her eyes were rolled to the back of her head. Oops, I forgot to make her stop. Once Shiano waved her hand, Jane finally stopped. The chair was soaked in her sweat and pussy juice. Her gag was soaked in her saliva. Tara removed her gag to see what she had to say. She snapped at them weakly. You fucking bitches are crazy. Let me go. I'll let you go, on one condition. Shiano replied. 
Tara was intrigued by what that condition was. It'll be a win-win for everyone. I know you came multiple times while watching us. I know you want Kale's come so bad. And no, I don't. Sure, says the whore with the soaked pussy. I'll let you go if you eat his come out of my ass. The two smiled from Jane's shocked expression. Tara loved the idea. It was brilliant. She only wished it was her who feed this bitch come from her ass. Jane refused naturally, but Shanna waved her hand. The moment this happened, Jane's body started grinding the chair again. The stimulation was too much. No, please. I'll do it. Shanna waved her hand again to make Jane's body stop. Turning around, Shanna pointed her ass to Jane's face. Tara watched with excitement. The look on Jane's face was such a treat. To see the woman she despised the most cringe while in a helpless position was one of the greatest things to ever see. Shano spread her butt cheeks and moved her ass closer. Jane shut her eyes and looked away. Tara went behind her and held her head in place. Open your mouth and stick out your tongue, bitch. Uh. Shay, she's not opening her mouth. Shano was feeling drained from constantly waving her hand to control Jane. Instead, she snapped her fingers to have fire appear in her hand. Tara felt Jane's resistance cease. She was most likely dumbfounded by the magical appearance of fire. The flame soon dissipated and a ring gag appeared. Here, put this on her. Tara took the gag with one hand while using her other one to force Jane's mouth open. Despite her efforts to move away, Tara was able to put it on. Her mouth was now forced open. Tara forced her face into Shiano's ass. She began to push Kale's come out. Jane continued to resist, but her neck could not fight Tara's arms. Soon, she could taste the salty fluid mixed with the taste of Shiano's ass. Shiano moved her ass away the moment she felt empty. She's spitting it out. Shiano snapped her fingers to make the gag disperse into flames. The moment it did both girls forced Jane's mouth shut. She was told to swallow or forever be locked in the closet. Being given no other choice, she let the salty fluid travel down her throat. Shiano saw the first few drops Jane spat out. She quickly scooped it with her fingers and applied it on Tara's asshole. Uh, Shay, what are you doing? Hey, bitch, you still need to lick up what you spat out. Tara understood right away. She got in front of Jane and pointed her ass in her direction. Bending over, she spread her butt cheeks to allow Jane to finish the job. Jane closed her eyes and shook her head. Shiano got behind her and rubbed at her clitoris. She used her devil's speed to stimulate it at the speed of a vibrator. Jane screamed. Okay. I'll do it. Tara smiled immediately when she felt Jane's tongue on her asshole. It turned her on to have so much power over the woman she hated. Shiano still continued to rub at Jane's pussy while she cleaned Tara's asshole. When she finished licking up the cum, Shiano did not stop rubbing her clitoris. She begged for her to stop only to be answered. I'm not stopping until Tara says so. Tara liked this. She decided to abuse her new power. Jane begged. Tara, please, please let me go. Tara commanded for Jane to continue giving her a rim job. She whined, but resumed. Enjoying her newfound dominance over Jane, Tara humiliated her, saying, You like eating girl ass, don't you? You sick bitch, tell me how good I taste. Tell me how much better I am we are than you. Jane found that request to be too humiliating. She remained quiet while still rimming Tara. Unfortunately, this was not a request. Shiano rubbed even faster, and Jane begged for her to take it easy. She hated to admit it, but her body was somehow reaching orgasm again. Tara made the same demand again. Jane submitted, saying, You're better than me. Shiano moved her tail to Jane's asshole. No! Please! You two are way better than me! Shiano pushed Jane's face back into Tara's ass and commanded her to resume the rim job. She obediently licked, scared of having her asshole penetrated. Yeah! You dirty cunt! You fucking love eating the asses of the women who fuck kale! 
The women who please him better than you. Jane felt Tara and Chiano's hands hold her head in place. Her pussy could endure no more. Right before she came, Shano forced her tail into Jane's virgin asshole. Her screams were muffled between Tara's butt cheeks. She could not believe it. Her body was having an orgasm while her ass was being violated and her mouth was being forced to eat another woman's ass. Not too long after Jane's climax, Tara granted her her freedom. After being freed she threatened. You fucking crazy bitches, I'll sue all three of you for this. Shanna waved her hand saying, You will never bother us again. I will never bother you again. Jane repeated. You will always remember this night. I will always remember this night. Tara undid Jane's bindings once Shano gave her the okay to do so. Jane did not do anything, still being under Shiano's control. Shano gave Jane one final command. Now get the fuck out of our house. Jane walked out of the room and was soon out the door. She walked outside in the direction where her car was. This would be the last of Jane. Although both thought it would be fun to continuously cuck her, it would be less of a hassle to not keep her around. If they did keep her with them, they would always have to make sure she was not seen by Kale. Shiano and Tara both got back into bed with Kale and joined him in sleep. The morning after, Kale woke up with Shiano to his left and Tara to his right. They both had peaceful looks on their faces. He looked to his ceiling as he smiled. He had everything. The first album of his band was selling well, he had two girls who loved him, and he was truly over the betrayal by Jane and his former band. This new situation was better than the one he had previously. Life was good. As he thought about all this he did not notice his two ladies waking up. They moved their faces to his and simultaneously gave each cheek a kiss. Both greeted him in unison. Good morning. Kale moved his face to Tara's to give her a morning kiss. Immediately after ending their kiss, he moved to Shiano to give her the same treatment. After kissing both his girls he asked, Can you too? Shiano rolled her eyes and faced Tara. She grabbed her best friend and moved in to kiss her lips. Tara happily accepted Shiano's kiss. It still made her blush though. Kale found Tara's embarrassment to be very cute. He used his arms to hold both his girls for a few minutes. After lying together in bed, they checked the time. Wow! It's already past 11.30! Kale exclaimed. With a strenuously long night of sex, it was not surprising they woke up pretty late in the day. They all got up and searched online for a place to buy with the money their first album earned them. After some searching, they eventually stumbled upon one that was perfect. It was a three-story mansion with plenty of different rooms. After touring the house, they all decided it was perfect. There was no need for Shiano to use her magic. They all could now afford it. Kale and Tara loved everything about this place. Shiano not only wanted it, but needed it as well. She sensed the presence of other devils again. Moving would help her evade the other devils. The next couple of days, everything was hauled out from Kale and Tara's place. They let their landlord know they were moving out. Any charges for early termination of their leases were easily paid. The mansion was a bit empty, but the three knew that would soon change after getting some furniture now that they had money. However, now was not the time to go shopping for furniture. It was tiresome to move everything and unpack. The three decided to go out for lunch. Kale drove to a nearby plaza. It would be a good opportunity to get to know the area. Kale parked the car and everyone got out. Before leaving the parking lot an unexpected shot of lightning hit the ground just five feet in front of the trio. It soon formed a sphere which appeared to have electric currents traveling around it. A body was forming within it. After a few seconds, the electric sphere dissipated and the figure could now be clearly seen. It was a blonde woman in a crouching position. She had wings, but they were different from Shiano's. They had beautiful white feathers and were bird-like in appearance. The blonde before them was an angel. Continued in part two.